Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Hello, and welcome back to We're Trying Our Best-ish. I'm Steven. I'm Cody. We're going to jump right into notes from last episode and then go into embarrassing stories about Steven's coming out and I'm his so journey. Excited. Um, so, a few things from last episode. These are going to be completely out of order. So, my cousin Zion has started listening, the homophobic one, who is getting better. In fact, I already told Steven this. He's getting so better that when he, when I told him on Christmas Eve that we were actually starting and we already had three episodes out, he said he wanted to listen to it. And I told him, I was like, are you sure you want to listen to your your younger cousin? Because he's a year older than I am. Talk about how many dudes he used to just fuck. Which was an exaggeration. (laughs) I've never fucked a dude. But I was embarrassed for him to listen to it, as I am with most of my family. So I was trying to go to the most extreme to make them not listen. But he seemed embarrassed, blushed a little bit, looked at the floor, and he was like, I want to support you no matter what. And I was like, I was really proud of him for that, that he's like that far. Because like in high school, or like even probably within the last few years, he's been very like not really cool with it. He's to the point where he's like, ain't my business. Which isn't a super supportive thing, but there are steps that have been taken. It's not like he's going to go to a rally or like pride like you and I go. But at least he's like, I'm cool with it. That's fine. Let him get married. What the fuck ever. Um, Also, uh, my HR person has started listening to it, too. She and I had to have a brief meeting about the podcast at work. uh, Because she, before she listened to it, she had to know for, like, confidentiality reasons. Like, is there anything that she could fire me for? Mm -hmm. And I told her, yeah, there's things mentioned and stuff. But there's nothing like, I don't mention names of the actual people I work with. I don't mention, like, if there's, like, an issue that, like, like if I fucking hit somebody at work. I have never done that. That's not me admitting to it. I would I would lose my job. Like, I would never talk about something super sensitive Yeah. on the podcast. It's mostly, once we get down the road, just, like, Karen stories and Kevin stories. Kevin is the, is the male equivalent of Karen, right? Or is it a different name? I don't know. I would call them Chad. Right? Karen or Kevin, whatever. Yeah. Um, I also mentioned in a meeting that I had with my store manager and my HR person today that, wow, if you hear beeping in the background, that's somebody's car. <laughs> um, I mentioned the podcast to my HR person in front of my store manager because I didn't realize that they didn't know or anything because it's like people in the store know now, like people that I work with know, not all of them listen to it. It's like five or six people. But she was like, she looked at me, she's like, how do you have a podcast? Because it's a well-known thing that I know nothing about technology. I don't own a computer. I do own a smartphone, but not by my choice. That was my only option when I joined the plan that I joined. I couldn't get a flip phone like I asked for. But I'm not super tech savvy. So I looked at her and I was like, well, Steven handles literally all of that. I bought a mic. I write the notes down before we record that I'm going to tell you. And that is my level of involvement. I did at some point, we're going to start splitting a soundboard and like, we're going to figure some shit out. I offered to do like, uh, separated computers, but you said that that wouldn't be beneficial at all. Yeah. So there's that. Um, we're also going to talk about somebody at work brought up to me that he thinks it's odd that some of the episodes are more like you forward or me forward. And to explain that, it's the episodes where Steven talks the most, like the first two, you talk a lot because you're asking me questions. Yeah. Like questions that you just found. I had no idea what they were prior very uncomfortable questions for me but 
you were asking me stuff. I didn't know about it. So those were more you led because those were all your idea. Like I didn't have a, like the would you rather was my idea. That was your episode idea. The slang was also your idea because you, because you know that I don't know a lot about things. The more serious things are my idea. That's why like the last one was me talking at you about how shitty I am so that you realize that I know that I've been shitty and that like, it was an idea that I brought to you. So I'm the one to propose it and like talk about it. And you're supposed to give input back. Like we talked about a shit. I was, if I missed anything, you'd be like, bro, that time you stabbed me with a knife that never happened. (laughs) But if it did, he would fucking bring it up. Um, we had, I'm going to talk about Christmases real quick. It is the, is it the 26th? It is the day after Christmas. So your family traditionally has done Christmas. Yeah. Mine is kind of like in between. Like some years we do, some years we don't. Like since we were ki- like when we stopped being kids, it really hasn't existed minus like a big feast. So this year, my cousin's getting married. I just call his fiance his wife at this point because they were supposed to get married in September, but COVID stopped it. So my cousin and his wife hosted this year because they bought a home together. Really cool for them. First year we haven't had it at uh, Nana's, which is what we call my grandmother, my paternal grand, uh, my paternal grandmother. So we had it there, hung out, did the Christmas thing. I was telling Steven, so they made uh, prime rib. I'm not a huge prime rib guy. My family likes meat as raw as it can be without killing you. And even then, it's a little too cooked. But we had prime rib, mashed potatoes uh, with homemade gravy, deviled eggs. And then his wife, the night before, made what she said was white chocolate cheesecake. And I told Steven, that shit tasted like the best fudge I've ever had in my life. And I told her that. It's the best fucking cheesecake I've ever eaten in my life. It was heaven and a goddamn fork. She needs to make it fucking next year, too. Um, I also said Zion started listening. He listened to the first episode in, like, bits. He can't listen to stuff at work. I listen to podcasts at work. So he listened to the first one in bits. He thought it was fucking hilarious. He was texting me nonstop. He's like, I agree with all your choices. It's fucking great. This is hilarious. Even though that's like the most uncomfortable episode for me, just because mm-hmm. the bathroom humor that I didn't know about prior. Yeah. It, it irks me. <laughs> I find it so embarrassing to have that be our intro to like our whole thing, <laughs> but that's our dynamic. It's fine. Um, but he got to the end of the second episode where I talk about my dick not functioning. Yeah. As a 25 year old, that's concerning <laughs> again, does work. Not going into details. It's fine. <laughs> fully functional. Um, but he had to take a pause there. Because I told him, I was like, hey man, like the dude fucking was a joke. But they are going to get really serious. And we're going to talk about like shit that you never knew about. And it's like it's not going to be comfortable for you to listen to. And you're going to see me in a different light. So we talked about it on Christmas Day. He brought it up. And he's like, yeah, once I got to the whole you and the intimate thing. And he's like, I had to take a fucking breather. I looked at him. He likes to use the word rowdy for like serious, exciting, or like fucked up. Like he okay. just says, it's going to get rowdy. Uh-huh. That's his slang. So I looked at him and I was like, are you sure that the second one? He's like, yeah. I was like, the third one gets way more rowdy. And he just stared at me. He's like, really? And I was like, yeah, way more rowdy. <laughs> and it's only going to get more rowdy from here. Ooh. I mean, well, we have more serious things planned and stuff. I'm trying to check. Um, one of my coworkers listened. He disagreed with one thing. I don't want to keep bringing this up, but it bothers me. So the sandpaper, toilet paper, and the vinegar. We both chose vinegar. Eye yeah. drops. 
one because I've never used eye drops in my life. So in the scenario of just me living, I will it will never affect me. I'll get normal toilet paper and I don't fucking care. He was like, "Well, you'd go blind." And I'm like, "They have vinegar eye treatments. That's like a real thing that people use." So you might go blind at some point, whatever damaging it does. But he argued that like you could like fold it at the seam because like the back of it is smooth. Mm-hmm. Generally, some sometimes some aren't, but the back is smooth and the front is the grit. And he was like, you could just get like the seam in between and just scrape. And I told him, I was like, you're still cutting yourself. Cause like, it's not a perfect thing. You're going to cut yourself. And he argued that like your skin would get used to it, but your eyes would never get used to vinegar. I disagree with the used to it. I don't think that either one would ever get used to it. It's fucking foreign shit going in your body. Yeah. That's like saying, cause like 80 grits, essentially a knife, depending on the pressure you put, it's a knife cutting you. So that's like saying if I just slice my arm with a knife every day, mm-hmm. eventually it'll just callous up and never do it again. Yeah. Like, even if you're just going once a day, as a dude, I was going to say as a girl, like, you're just cutting other things. I'm sorry. As a person with a vagina, you're cutting other things, not dude versus girl. Um, But, like, if you're just cutting yourself with a knife all day, like, eventually it's going to be, like, scar tissue. But I told him, I was like, it doesn't, like, it'll never get used to it. You're still just repeatedly cutting yourself. Yeah. It's just going to scar over. Like, it doesn't make it easier or better. And he just thought we were the dumbest motherfuckers. Mm. And that's fair. He can think that all he wants. We're fucking hilarious. But (laughs) he also told me that our last episode wasn't really about toxic masculinity. It was more about homophobia. And I told him the huge chunk story was me being against you wearing makeup. Which, as a stereotype, is a gay thing. But it's not. That's Mm. just... That's just the... um, It's opposite of heteronormative. Yeah. Dudes don't wear makeup or... People representing masculine don't wear makeup. That is 100% a toxic masculinity thing. It is not a homophobia thing. Because not only gay men wear makeup. There are straight men that do. Hence why we talked about acting and shit. So, whatever. I was going to ask you, since we're here, uh, what did you get this year for Christmas? Um, So, I got a a cardigan sweater thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I got an Echo Flex, which is just a smaller... Amazon Echo. It's yeah, I don't... So, I was going to ask you, in case people don't know, you have an Alexa, mm-hmm. a Google Home, and that. Mm-hmm. The thing you just said. Hey, I just turned on the Google thing. How do you Alexa. make it stop? She'll stop. You okay, she word. stopped. My bad. I, I thought it was voice recognition. I didn't know that it was anything anybody could say so you have all three of those things so i'm curious as to like are there any that like the individual things do that the others don't or could like one do everything that they all do so relatively just say, speaking yes i was gonna say just thing. say home for the google thing a for yeah dumb bitch that just talked and then we can say echo <laughs> so i don't use my google homes because i don't like google it doesn't work as well to me personally as alexa does um anyway um so i have the the flex which is just a smaller version of the dot that i have it's just a dot it's the one that i have in my room the circular one oh okay yeah they do the same thing what's in the bathroom that's a google home that's a google home yeah why is why is there one in the bathroom our bathroom is tiny by the way it's like i can't lay in it so it's like five by five maybe it's pretty small. Well, I mean, including the shower, it's probably like five and like maybe six by six. It's a very small room. Mm-hmm. So why is 
Because you have a speaker in there too. You have a Bluetooth shower thing. Yeah. So why the home thing? So I used to use the home to play music. And oh, then okay. I just never moved it. And then you got the waterproof speaker. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. You also got baked goods that you brought. Yep. Uh, baklava, which is one of my favorite desserts of all time. One of them has pistachios in it. One is walnuts. You can't have the walnut one because you're allergic. So your boy got candy. Yeah. It's essentially candy. It's a Greek dessert. Um, you also got soft gingerbread cookies, homemade pink rice krispies why were they pink they're supposed to be red but with the mixture of the marshmallow that turned pink oh it was just color i thought they were like strawberry flavored or no. something all right uh i got a fryer <clears throat> because i wanted a fryer oh um, is that what that thing is in there yeah i got some room lights the like led lights that go around the rim the rimming of your ceiling which i'll need your help to put up because i'm short okay <laughs> and um reiterate steven is five five or five six, five, six. and i'm five ten yeah uh, and then I got some cute little molds to make pigs in the blanket. I saw those look fucking adorable. I'm yeah. stoked on it. I haven't had pigs in the blanket in a minute. Yeah, so I think that's it. Um, I got a giant box of Ferrero Rocher from my cousin's sister. She bought a box for each person. Fucking wonderful. The hazelnut cream edition, wherever the fuck it is. It's great. Also got a Terry's. I don't know what else it's called. It's those chocolate orange things that you have to hit on a table and it like breaks apart and you can have little slices of orange. Um, and then I got some camping gear for my brother because not to be super real for a second again, you know, this, I was absent from my family's life for like three ish solid years. Yeah. So since my, my grandfather passed last November, not this, not November, 2020, November 30th, 2019, my paternal grandfather. And they called me to go over, even though I hadn't seen them in years. So I went over for my cousin out of respect. And since then, like, we've been integrating lives together a little bit more. So I'm like back in like their life and stuff. So they don't know a lot about me. I'm easily the most private person in my family, which, you know, I'm a private person. That's why we're doing this bitch right now so that you can get to know me. Um, so it's, so I'm pretty hard to shop for. Um, most people in my family, Oh, it's legally here. It doesn't matter. They smoke weed. Yeah. You know that I don't, I don't drink or smoke weed or cigarettes or any of that shit or vape or, anything i'm a boring person but my whole family does so the rest of them he got like um like pipes and stuff or like little um like mystery boxes of like here's you pay like 30 bucks and it's like you get a pipe and like some weird accessories that they send you and stuff which is super cool um i was also gonna ask you going through notes i really should put these in like a really specific order next time instead of just hey i fucking thought about this here's this thingy um do you have a favorite holiday memory? It doesn't have to be Christmas. I don't know what your favorite holiday is. Um, I don't know if I really have a favorite holiday. I love Halloween, um, just because I like like dark shit. A lot of people are just love Halloween. Um, I like Christmas because I like Christmas lights. Yeah. I like Thanksgiving because I like to participate in like cooking and stuff, even though I don't get to very often. So I like them all, I guess. Um. I guess Christmas would probably be my favorite holiday besides Halloween because I feel like Halloween's not really a holiday holiday. Like, people I mean, celebrate it and stuff, but you don't do anything for it unless you're a child or well, like haunted you have houses. a party. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess it's a party kind of. Do you know what my favorite holiday is? No, I don't. St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Because I, I love the parade. The parade has been canceled gotcha. the past few years because of danger and stuff. If not that, it's the 4th of July just because of... Um, 
the fireworks because there's oh, i love fireworks yeah so around our where we live every surrounding city does a fireworks show mm-hmm. i guess town too because like some of them are like a few thousand people so every surrounding town within like I think it's like 50 miles of us does like a show. So like if one's full, you can go check the other one and stuff. We're trying to be vague about where we live. So <laughs> we just live in Colorado somewhere. Um, so it's my favorite for that because like Halloween, I mean, minus candy, we never like got super, super into. We were just like, let's get candy and fucking go home. We were very like efficient to the point people. Mm-hmm. I wore the same Spider-Man costume for like four fucking years to the point where I didn't fit. And it was just tight as fuck. But it was efficient, and it got me fucking candy. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas, like I said, wasn't, like, a regular thing for us. Like, there was a span of, like, four years where we didn't, like, we just didn't do a ton for it. So, like, Christmas has never been, like, a huge thing for me. I also want to talk about, you and I, traditionally speaking, I mean, some years we have, like, we don't usually get gifts for each other. Yeah. Which is fairly unusual, considering that we've been friends for 22 years. Do you know why? Um, so this year, I guess specifically because you were actually here for the holiday and I guess last year too, but this year one, I didn't know like what to get you. Cause I don't know yeah. what you need. I'm super hard to shop for. And also like, I kind of knew that I wasn't going to be here for Christmas Eve or Christmas day. Yeah. You were gone. Yeah. Fucking two days. Cause I texted you. We were, we were supposed to do this podcast yesterday yesterday on christmas mm-hmm. when i got home from my family i got home around fuck like s- around six because i went to go see my mom uh while she was at work she works she works at the gas station they close at six so i went to go see her i got home at six you told me that it you're probably not going to do it today i was really hoping to get the christmas thing out and be like a christmas christmas episode mm-hmm. <clears throat> my bad burped <clears throat> tried to move away from the mic it was quiet but i'm not sure how it picked up um, but it just didn't work out. So I'm off today is Saturday, December 26, 2020. I forgot to date it. I guess the day after Christmas, we would know, but I'm off the 27th and 28th. So tomorrow and Monday. So we figured do it tonight. I can stay up as late as you need. I have to get up at like, he changed the time. I think we're hanging out at eight with my cousin. Cause he just bought a 67 Mustang that we're going to restore this. He's, he's saying this summer, it's not gonna be the summer. It's gonna be the next like 10 fucking years. I guarantee it. But so I have to go with him and pick it up and check it out. Also, we don't know why our audio was fucked up last time. Did you ever? We just. It was the way that it formatted in the soundboard. Okay, so it was just a fluke of just bullshit that happened. Yeah. Okay. Because like the second episode, we were we had issues, but we were good. Yeah. And the third episode, I sound like I'm twelve fucking feet away. I'm still understandable throughout the entire thing, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. But it did suck to have, like, our first super serious moment as, like, friends recorded and have it not be super clear audio. Yeah. But these things happen. Um, did you answer your favorite holiday memory? Uh, no, I don't think I have one. You don't think you have one? That's fair. I remember... <clears throat> Noah, Noah was alive, so I must have been... I'm three years older than him, so I think I was, like, five or six... So, 4th of July, this is so fucking sad. So, the only time that my parents didn't fight, shocker, Steve and I come from shitty homes, um, abusive in different ways. My parents used to hit each other. They're not together anymore, whatever. Um, the only time that they didn't fight was the 4th of July. <laughs> they, they still fought on Christmas, still fought on Halloween, 
St. Patrick's Day to some extent during the parade, they would just scream at each other. But 4th of July, we could, at the park that we go to, the big park in town, Yeah. Um, we could climb to the tower there, which has been taken out in mm-hmm. not recent years, but I think like 10 years ago they took it out or something. Uh, it's been like only like six. So I mean, six is still a long time. We were, well, I guess we were 19. Okay. But we just climb the top of that tower, like me, Trey and Noah, and we just sit there and wa- fucking watch fireworks all night. Well, not all night. I think it's like, it's like an hour long, maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. So an hour and a half of just bliss, no problems, no home life issues, whatever. <clears throat> What is your favorite? I wasn't. I wrote down like like Christmas gift, but like, what's the favorite? What's your favorite gift you've ever gotten? Like, not a holiday or anything. Just like somebody gave you a gift. Um, that's really hard. I mean, I'm not like a materialistic person. I mean, besides my friendship, <laughs> I'm not really a materialistic person. So, like, I love all the gifts that I get because it's yeah. usually what I what I ask for or whatever, which is super awesome. Um, but last year, um, Sam got me, um, something that was super specific to our friendship. So we both really like, like old SpongeBob. We quote SpongeBob all the time. We call each other our goofy goobers. Jesus Um, fucking Christ. So in a specific episode of SpongeBob, Patrick has this mystery box with a string in it. Yeah. I remember all that SpongeBob thinks in it is in it is the string. Yeah. So she made me a box that said the mystery box um, with like the SpongeBob logo on it. It was like covered in glass and then it had a string in it. And when you pull back the string, just like in SpongeBob, there's pictures. The picture in SpongeBob was oh, like the um, an embarrassing moment for SpongeBob at a Christmas party or whatever. Yeah. But for her, it was all of the pictures we've taken over X amount of years in that box and then there was like a glass bottle with a letter <clears throat> just writing yeah. right out wrote out some stuff and so it's probably the most meaningful gift i've ever gotten and i i love it to death i look at it all the time i think you're forgetting a more meaningful gift shut the fuck up <laughs> i don't mean my friendship i actually mean a real gift that i got you <laughs> oh so when steven transferred um you went, it was technically a high school, right? Or was it like, yeah, it was, high it was school. okay. It wasn't like a K through 12. Did you transfer? No, it was to? K through 12. It was. Yeah. Okay. So you transferred to, I guess I would call it an alternative school. I don't know what it's like dictated as, but you went from a four year high school. Oh yeah. When you we went to high school, it was freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, two years before that. Or yeah. Two years before that, it was sophomore, junior, senior. So to specify that we went to a four year high school. Cause that's when the switchover happened in our county or state. But <clears throat> when he transferred, we didn't talk a whole lot. I didn't own like a phone. I didn't have access to a computer regularly. Like you had my landline number and that's what we have. I still remember that fucking number. My grandma still has it today. Yeah. But we didn't talk a ton. And like, it didn't seem like it at the time, obviously. Cause like we weren't talking, but my girlfriend at the time that we both knew would talk to me about like how much I missed you and stuff. And me being, having issues with emotions, uh, Fun fact, that becomes a very toxic trait in all my relationships in my life. <laughs> um, but like I talked about, I missed you a lot, and then I got my job with you. Yeah. And I started awkwardly talking to you more because I'm terrible in social situations. Like, I'd see your mom all the time, and, like, I'd 
check in and see how you were, but it wasn't like to the level of like you even lived within like a mile of me. I could have just rode my fucking bike over to you. And I mm-hmm. did a couple times, but like you were going through stuff. I was dealing with shit at home. Like it just happens. <clears throat> but when we started like hanging out again, you had just gone to, you went to DCC, Denver Comic Con. Yeah. Yep. And like literally that night or something, I had talked to you and you're like, oh, I'm graduating in like a month or I whatever. know. Yep. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking bitch. I mean, I'm not sure which one means more, but I'm just saying it's a pretty cool gift. So <clears throat> we, we talked and you're like, oh, I'm graduating. And I was like, fuck, I need to get him a gift. Because I assume that you graduated at the same time as me. Yeah. But when you transferred, credits kind of got fucked up and you didn't. Yep. We were both supposed to be class 2014. You were the class 2015, which still irks you to this day. Yep. Bothers me but nothing we can do about it. <laughs> but I was like, oh, what can I get him? And, like, when I buy gifts, like, it has to be something that's, like, meaningful. Like, I can't just, like, I do it a lot for people I don't know anything about. Like, if I was, like, buying something for Zion, I would just give him, like, a $50 Walmart gift card. Because I know nothing that he likes besides guns and trucks. And he owns a ton of both. So we're good there. But I was like, fuck, what is something from our childhood that I could get him that like we both like just rocked all the fucking time? So I got you first edition from like the first edition from when we were kids released. Uh, Venusaur, Blastoise, and Charizard from Pokemon. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which you still have. I do. And I still it's fucking think. It's on my think, memory board. I still think it's sick. So I got you those because I was like, well, I don't know what to get him. You, I probably, if I talked to you, you could have. I probably could have gotten you a more useful gift, Mm -hmm. but I thought they were fucking sweet, which segue into my favorite gift as a kid, because you said that. Um, My dad, I think he worked at DirecTV or something. I can't remember. He had a good paying job when I was young for a very small window of time, (laughs) a very small window of time, because my dad does not hold jobs worth shit. I think in the maybe past 15 years he he's had three jobs that lasted maybe a few months each mm-hmm. we'll get into that um at a later date <laughs> but he doesn't work a lot so when he was he got it was like a year or two after they came out like we didn't get them right away we've never gotten like game stations right away but he got us each individually game boy advance sps uh. of all different colors so i got a red one i think trey got blue and Noah got like silver uh-huh. and then zion who is my eldest cousin, Taven. Oh, do you, do you know that Eli's first name is Taven? Did you know that? Have no idea. So, no idea. so Eli's first name is Taven, which oh. I guess we formally call him now instead of Eli. His first name is Taven Elijah. Oh. But that's his full first name. Okay. So we all got Game Boy Advance SPs and Preston, and we all got like different colors and shit, and we had games. Like, the amount of hours that we spent. I've never played a game, a portable game station more in my entire fucking life than that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I still have one today. I have the, I have the, I think it's called like Coolant Blue or something. But I have that one and I was doing like, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like Final Fantasy Eleven on it and I went through that whole game. And it's just, it's really nice to like sit down and like do games again. Which again, two things I want to pitch to you. We need to play video games together more. Yeah. Um, also, I'm not a picture taker relative to i mean not relative at all like related to your sam thing i don't take photos at all yeah i have fuck maybe two photos of us together and they're like old they're fucking old old. yeah like they're like when my beard was really short i have oh we went over this i have a beard um but like 
I'm not good at it. But I'm regretting now in life not having memories like that. Because mm-hmm. as a kid, like, you and I had, like, wind-up cameras. So yeah. you, didn't, you didn't take photos a lot. Like, I didn't have, like, a camera with me all the time. We only took them, like, uh, if we had a road trip or, like, we went somewhere. Like, we would... That was a terrible noise. We'd, like, wind it up and then click. Yeah. And that would take a photo and you wouldn't know how good it was until you developed them. So, if you want, take more photos of us. I'm okay. just saying... I love you, and I'm kind of regretting not having the memories. Um, that is all that I have. I didn't expect to talk that long about stuff, but today we're talking about as like an extension of me being toxic towards you and like mentioning your journey through sexuality or like just coming out or like however you want to do it. We are discussing that today mm-hmm. from your perspective. Yeah. I hope you include me being toxic from your perspective too, <laughs> even though you say you don't remember most of it. Yeah. Um, before we get there, just a little thing that happened on Christmas. Cause, oh, that's right. Um, so I was posting. I, I'm sure some of you have heard of the app called Whisper. It's where you confess things or whatever. You can ask questions, whatnot. And I jokingly posted on there, man, I wish I would have had a boyfriend under my Christmas tree this year. Just funny, whatever. So, all of a sudden, my phone starts blowing up, blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. People messaging me, people who are like, I'm looking for a sugar baby, I'm looking for, uh, I'm a mom looking to support a son, only online, blah, 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 all those, like, spammy ones or whatever. Yeah. And there was a couple who were like, looking for hookup, looking for hookup, looking for hookup. And I just, I just delete all those. Go, 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 go. And then I had, like, one meaningful conversation. (laughs) Super awesome. Not going anywhere, but it was a nice conversation. But it was secretly me. Also, like, we have a Christmas tree, by the way. I was like pointing like they would fucking know. <laughs> like, if we just trim that bitch a little bit, like on the bottom, I f- like I'm a big man, but I feel like I could have just laid under there for you oh for Christmas. <laughs> um, so I was talking to this stranger. I don't know if I remember their name. It's I have it. The conversation still. I was gonna say probably shouldn't mention it just in yeah, case. Um, but anyway, we were talking, and this person had said that. Um, he just wanted to get to know me and then we would see where things go because I had put out their boyfriend as the thing yeah. or whatever. So we were talking and we're talking and, um, we were talking about like our kinks and stuff cause it got to that point and I was drinking. So I had no, uh, filter. inhibitions, no filter. That's better. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I fucking share that shit with you. It's not like, you know me anyway. And, um, he wanted that night to meet at a 7-Eleven and for me to give him a blowjob. Can you tell me which one without giving, like, super specific detail? Which 7-Eleven? Yeah. No. Because I never found out where. Oh, you didn't find out which one? No. Okay, because, like, we have, like... I was drinking because I couldn't drive. I didn't... No, that'd be weird if I drove you. Because we have, like, six in our town or something. But, so I was like, no, I can't, sorry, I'm drinking, like, it's not, you know, smart or safe, and plus I was at my mom's at that point, so, like, Oof. for me just to, like, leave in the middle of the night would be really weird. So, he was like, well, what about tomorrow, Christmas? And I was like, um, and at this point I was, like, you know, anxious, I was like, I don't know, and he was like, like, we could both just sneak away, like, an hour or something, you can, you know, whatever, and I was like... I really have plans all day, like I'm helping cook dinner and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, text me if you change your mind. 
and we can meet up somewhere. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll totally text you. I woke up the next morning and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just do it. I've never done it before. Maybe I should just go for it. You've Did sucked not. dick before. Not in the way of this, like meeting a stranger who I do not, I have not seen at all. Like unlike Tinder where I can see right. people. I, I, the only. Oh yeah. Cause you can't Right, right. Yeah. It's not a dating app. Yeah. It's a thing. So, I mean, we didn't exchange photos of each other cause you can do that. Um, oh, you didn't? No. Ooh, that's sketchy. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Didn't obviously. Otherwise this would have went a different way. But um, yeah, you'd be murdered in the back of somebody's fucking trunk. maybe probably yeah. Um. So then, like later that night, he texted me. He's like, "Text me when you're free," and I totally forgot because I was doing Christmas stuff. And then I came home and watched TV. But um, he just messaged me again. And was like, "Hey, hey." So that was interesting. That it was. I don't know. I just I almost did it, but I didn't. Do you know what? I was gonna make some two. I was gonna make two jokes, but like. If you went and sucked his dick, you could have a snowball fight, which is a Christmas winter thing, or he could have given you a pearl necklace for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Do you know what either one of those things are? I can put them together in my head. So pearl necklace necklace would be like if he like blew his load around my neck, on yeah, my chest. Yeah, if he yeah. Yeah, I don't don't. Think you don't know what snowball fight is? Yeah. So people who nobody listens like not enough people listen to this right now to know this reference, but so it's a sex term. Famously used in the movie Clerks, which is a black and white movie about, um, not retail workers, like customer service workers and about how much it fucking blows. Mm -hmm. But it's a term where generally it's used for a male, female, but it would work in your sense anyway. So the person sucking the dick, assuming, God, HR is going to listen to this. (laughs) It's fine. I've told her worse things. Um, where the person sucking the dick Uh gets a little blown in their mouth. Yeah. And then you spit it back in their mouth, and oh then you my make God. out. Okay. That's why I said a snowball fight because it's it's yep. funny. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, and then my last little <laughs> thing that doesn't actually mean anything, but he it was like it was interesting for me. Um, I've been on dating apps for a hot minute now. Yeah, you have. Um, so I'm on several, uh, whatever. So I'm talking to this person on one. We just matched today, and for the first time ever. I was asked what I identify as. And oh. I think that's interesting to me because I figure if you're on, I mean, the most of the, or all the apps that I use are. Doesn't it? Yeah, it's like you both. say. Well, yeah. yeah, but when, yeah, you'd say in your profile, it'd be like, I'm male or female. And granted, that's a, like a sex term with genetics and stuff. Yeah. Because, like, you wouldn't say identify as boy or girl. But I think it'd be fair to assume that if you're presenting male, it's fair to assume that you use he, him yeah. pronouns. Or if you're presenting female, you use her, she. I almost said her, him, but I was like, wait. Or if you, like, if there's an other option, it would be, I think it's pronounced mix. Mm-hmm. MX or whatever the fuck it is. Or they, them. Yeah. And it also says that I'm gay in my profile. So I'm a gay male. And so he asked me, and I, I straight up was just like, I'm a cis gay male. Yep. And he was like, okay, cool. This person is, uh, well, I'm not going to share that. That's their information. It is there. Uh, <clears throat> side note, uh, Zion's an idiot. Hey, bud, uh, cis means you identify with the gender of the sex part you were born with. 
So, Steven is a cis male. He was born with the genitals of a male. Very nice. Um, <laughs> and he identifies as a male. I also am a cis male born with um, male reproductive system organs and identify as such. Yep. That was literally just for him because he's, he's trying. Yep. But he ain't all there yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so to get into the actual meat and potatoes of our podcast, we're talking about um, my experience overall growing up um, from childhood to where I'm at today. Um, and we kind of talked about it in the last podcast. Um, I didn't come out yep. completely to like everyone that I know till this year, just a couple months ago. Not Except even. your mom. She probably saw it, but you haven't had like a candid conversation yeah. about it, which I pitched you to do on the podcast for the you first did. time. Yes. And we're not well, doing that. Well, maybe. Well, maybe see. we'll see. Um, so obviously, um, all of my friends knew and we'll talk about that cause it's part of this journey. Um, but to start at the beginning, the first time I knew that I was gay was I was about five ish years old and I had a friend. Yeah. I had a friend that I had a crush on. I was like, this is fine. I still went to church. So, but in church, when you're that young, they don't talk about those things. They don't talk about, like, homosexuality being a sin, at least in the church that I went to. Did we go – are you talking about the church by our old high school? No. You're talking about the one that you and your mom went to? Yeah. Right there by the yeah Mexican shops? Yeah. Okay. Th- so, that wasn't racist. It is literally a Mexican bodega or whatever you want to call it. They sell Mexican spices there. It's owned by a Mexican family. It's in Spanish. Yeah. I'm not being racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, you know, he's kind of cute. We we had been friends since we were. he was literally born, like, out of the womb. Um, Spoiler alert, it's not me. It, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, two years went by, and then uh, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but we ended up kissing. And we continued to, like, kiss each other, like, for a year or so, and then it stopped completely. A couple years go by. It's my 10th birthday. I remember this specifically because it was my 10th birthday. Because you were double digits. And it's like really like crazy. So September 23rd, 2005. Yeah. yeah. Not to be creepy on you for a <laughs> sec. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this person had decided for my birthday gift that it would be a kiss. Plus whatever else I got. So then it continued again. We were, But this time we were older so, like, we were making out at that point instead of just, like, kissing. You were way more sexualized earlier than I was because you make fun of me a lot for, like, being, like, oh. a whore. <laughs> but look at you fucking getting it. Yeah. So, that went on for a year. That's the, That was the pattern. And it stopped. Jesus. Yeah. And then um, I turned 13. And then things got a little more, like... Hot and heavy. There Balls was more dropped. things happening. Um, and that happened. It only continued for like six months. Um, this person said that um, they were straight and they wanted to stop. That was the end of it. Peachy keen. Everything's fine. Um, was it though? You don't handle stuff like that super well now. Well, I mean, I was I was 13. It was like my first. So we were in seventh grade then? Because mm-hmm. that's when, yeah. Yeah. We, we would have been in seventh grade. Yeah. Um, so, you know, our lives went off in different paths. 
and I went on my way through my life. So in between all of that time, I dated one girl. I think that was right after that, actually, because it was like middle school. It was... Because it wasn't the girl that lived in my neighborhood. It was our mutual friend for that lived in the trailer park. Oh! We'll call her Christina. Mm. Mm-hmm. Talking... Mm. Yeah. I want to say a really mean nickname, but... <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Is it the title of an 80s movie that I used to call them? I don't know. No. No? It's not? No. Oh. Before that. Like, very beginning of middle school. Starts with a C. Oh! In our trailer park! Yes. Oh! Yeah. Tra- trailer park trash stays together. I thought we were talking about um, a very wonderful person from a different trailer park. Uh, no. Okay. That helped That me was probably more. the first girl. I forgot about that. That was the first girl I ever dated. Yeah. Didn't last long, obviously. Um, <laughs> we never, like, kissed or anything. It was like we were dating, but that was it. Yeah. And then I dated um, the next girl who we'll call... Natalia. Who, wow, that's a pretty fucking fancy name yeah, for that bitch. Yeah, it's the only I, one that I could start with an N that I could think of that would not be close at all to that name. Oh, this is also starts with an N? Yeah. I thought the Real lady... tall bitch. Real, real tall. Oh, I got my timelines fucked up. I thought we were going with other bitch I just mentioned. No, she's not until a little bit later. Because it's... Christina. First bitch, Christina. Natalia, Madeline. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Narnia. I don't fucking know. Sure, that works. We'll call that one Narnia. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So then, <laughs> after Natalia, it was Madeline. Cool. And Madeline was my first kiss with yeah, a female. I've... In an identifying female. Side note, Cody's toxic. Um, they kissed because I essentially peer pressured him into it. Yeah, I remember that. Even though I f- didn't think you were into chicks, like at the time, like it, looking back, it's pretty fucking obvious that you didn't like um, vaginas. Yeah. So that's cool. That's whatever. I still think about that, too. So, so I'm, I made them kiss. With Madeline, that was the first experience that I had kissing a girl, and I was gagging the whole time. Yeah, you were. Gagging. Like, I was going to throw up on her if, if it continued. Fine. Ooh. Whatever. Yeah, it was, like, that bad. Like, it was in the back of my throat. I was, like, feeling it. Like, it was there. Um, and then we go to Narnia. And that was, like, not even a week. Not even a week. Yeah. And then after that, very brief again, was Brittany, who everyone dated. Oh, we're calling that bitch Brittany? I guess. That's a good name for her. Uh, That was also, like, two seconds of my life. I also dated her. You did. I did. For quite some time, too. Mm -hmm. So... That was the next girl. Nothing ever happened with 
her. And then... Her and Madeline were friends, weren't they? Yeah, because they lived in my, na- yeah, my so neighborhood. Yeah, so that's fucking weird. Yeah, and then after that, I don't think I dated anyone else for like a hot minute until I got to high school. Yep. And then in high school, I came out as bisexual. And famously being bisexual to me, like I said in the last one was like, okay, because I still like women and the chances of me getting beat up or hated were less in my mind. Yeah. I was going to say it in, we, we learned that that was not the case, Yeah, but the logic behind it was sound. Um, and then, so the next girl I dated in high school was, Stephanie. Yes, Stephanie. Oh, we dated for oh, a class period. Oh, we really should like talk about names before we yeah. do this because like we have to like make we're making <laughs> we're like, like weird faces. You're like you know you remember. So I like, dated oh, Stephanie for a literal class period and 45 minutes. Because I had heard through the grapevine that Stephanie had kissed a girl. and I Which had is to, fine. We're not against that here. No. And, <laughs> but I was mad because I considered it cheating. And I had to be mad even though I didn't give a fuck about it. And it is cheating, to clarify. Yeah. That is cheating in fact. So we broke up. <clears throat> and then I dated my first boy. Which we will call Luke. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That was also, that was probably the long, maybe the longest relationship I had. Because it went on for like three months. I don't think I ever Jesus told fuck. any of you when it first happened. Um, yeah, and you at this at this time, it's 2012. The world is ending this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That whole fucking thing. So me, you know, my mom, one night, um, Luke had come over to spend the night. We were going to hang out. And um, it was the night of December 20th, 2020. So the world would be ending in a few hours. My mom was all being religious and was like, the world's going to end. Like, have you made your peace with God? Have you asked for all your sins forgiven? And I got scared for just a hot second because I was still like involved in church and stuff, even though I knew that, the church hated me, quote unquote. I know that all churches hate homosexuality. We're not saying that that those are the opinions of the church now. We're saying those are the opinions of the church that he was raised at. Yeah. So I uh, basically kicked Luke out in the pouring rain because it was raining, and and he lived a same miles. same place as Narnia. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I walked him to the street with an umbrella. And uh, his mother picked him up. And that was that. Did his mom know? I don't know. No, no. He was not out. No? No. Only at school. Well, as I've said numerous times about you, um, him as well, you'd have to be a fucking idiot not to know. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) after that, nothing happened for me. Like, a couple... Because Bradley didn't join school until end second semester of sophomore year i want to say does that sound right was it the beginning of sophomore year yeah i'm thinking but 2012 would have been our junior year no 
because to that the wow i because because 2012 december that would have been first semester well for me because you got fucked up but 2012 the first semester ended december when it was the world was supposed to end. Then it switched to 2013, which was the last oh my talent sucked out semester. Yeah, last semester of junior high, then summer, and then first semester of senior year, and then graduating 2014. The pr- the next year at the la- end of that semester. Well, it still kind of fits. So yeah, it does. Uh, Bradley <clears throat> didn't come to our school until after I dated Luke. If you hear rappers, I'm opening my Terry's. Um. So Bradley, I tried to get after. Obviously didn't work. Rightfully so. He was adorable. And then I left you at school. Yep. Went and to my own school. Yep. Um, didn't f- do anything. You're forgetting somebody. You dated a person I also I, dated. Yes, I did. Uh, Cassandra. Mm-hmm. It's close. Yeah. Yikes. It's a little close. That's fine. It's not that bad. I mean, it's not her name, so that works. Yeah, um, th- that was a day. <laughs> yeah, that was a day. We dated for three and a half years. Yeah, um, and then after I left um, our high school, I didn't really date anyone because I went to a really sm- my my class specifically was made up of ten people. And our class at the previous at, at the school that I graduated from was three hundred and like seventy people. Yeah, my graduating class was four people. I graduated with four people in my class. But Jesus fuck. Um I was still bisexual, mm-hmm. whatever. Um and then we'll fast forward a couple years. I'm now 18 years old. And at this point I had already realized I'm not bisexual, but I'm gay. But I still hadn't like told anyone. And so a year later Right? We discussed this the last time. It was like a year later. Um, you were taking me home. Yeah. And I don't remember the topic we were talking about. But... We were talking about... Um, oh, I learned his name. Um, it's Curly from BuzzFeed. Oh, okay. Who has the frou-frou hair and shit. He's cr- he has curly hair. And he was... It was an episode... I can't remember if it was like learning that you were gay or like... It was something along the lines of sexuality... And I was telling you about it because I thought it was interesting the way that he described being gay. And that was, I don't know if he's a top or bottom. I guess that's irrelevant. But he was talking about how, like, he finds women, like, physically appealing. Like, he is like, that bitch is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I just don't want her wrapped around my cock. Yeah. Or whatever. And we were talking about that. And, like, it, like, clicked for a second. You're like, oh, fuck, that's how I feel about chicks. And we both looked at each other and were like, Oh. Yeah. Oh. And we haven't talked about this either, but we're going to fucking get heavy. Um <clears throat> so we're not super involved in each other's lives. I mean, we are to an extent. Like we live together like pretty much every like time that I have to spare, like we spend together if you're not with your friends. Cuz yeah. I I have two friends. One that I work with and one who used to work at my store cuz I'm Weird with friends at work. And you. But I spend time with you unless the other two talk to me first. Because I'm just not outgoing. But through the years, it's become very apparent to me that I'm not there. Like, you know that I'm there for you, obviously. You could call me from fucking Guantanamo Bay and I'd be there with a fucking gun to bust you out. But 
I'm not there for a lot of like super serious moments in your life. And it bothers me a lot. Uh-huh. It really does. Cause I think that we should be, which is super hypocritical because I share nothing with you <laughs> and that's shitty. But like it, it felt really good to like be there with you and like talk through it, even though I just dumped you at your house right after. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> Cause I literally was like, Cody, was, I'm gay. It was so early. <laughs> and then you, you dropped me off and mm-hmm. I went inside. And you're like, I'm fucking gay. Yeah. And I went to bed. Yeah. Cause gonna, I was like, no shit. <laughs> since we're talking about high school, I kind of missed a big overstep in high school specifically. And I guess middle school a little bit. Um, as, uh, unfortunately a lot of kids experience, I was heavily bullied and I never expressed it to you. I never told you how badly I was bullied. Well, yeah, probably because subconsciously I was part, not subconsciously, I was directly part of it. Yeah. I may have not been the worst part. That is irrelevant at all. I was part of it. Yeah. And I fed to it. And this isn't like some nice story of like bully becomes friend and now we're great or no. bully becomes fuck buddy and now we're together. Yeah. This is, I was a friend in your inner circle and I fucking destroyed all that because mm-hmm. I am a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I was, I, so I was heavily bullied, not as bad in middle school because yeah. I feel like in middle school kids aren't as vicious. Maybe. I mean, they are nowadays, <clears throat> I guess, but teachers were more involved when they saw something happening. I feel like in middle school, our middle school was also really small. It was, so, I mean, it was large for our area, but yeah. like compared to high school where, there's 3,000-odd people yeah. in the entire school versus I think our middle school had, like, 1,000 people total, maybe. Yeah. It's a big difference. So, the bullying wasn't so bad in middle school as it was in high school. Um, I've had I had the same bullies through from elementary school through high school. Some of them went to other schools, whatever. Um, luckily, in, in high school, none of them followed that I can remember. That were there, but yeah. that's not the point. Um, there's always going to be someone who decides that I'm the person that they're going to pick on. Um, so besides everyone asking me if I was a girl because of how high my voice was, and I was in choir, I was a soprano in choir on the girl side, not with the boys. I got asked all the time if I was a girl, if I wanted to be a girl, you know, all, all those questions that you would ask someone like me which is fucked up yeah so i and i always just ignored it because i pushed those away i just fucking laugh yeah. and be like Haha, whatever the most memorable experience for me in high school of bullying besides being like pushed into lockers and my shit knocked out of my hands and it only ever happened once thank god but for those of you who might or might not know, I don't know if it was like a regional thing. It was just like for us. Um, there's these things called wasps. And you fold up the paper super duper tight. Oh. And you fold them in half and then you use a ribbon and you shoot them. Other people, um, some schools call them hornets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, those were shot at everyone. But me specifically, mm-hmm. I had a group. I guess I'll call it a group. A group of kids who decided to put tacks yep. in their wasps and shoot them at me. And that was probably the most traumatizing experience that I had in high school that I've never told anyone. I told you not that long ago, I feel like, yeah, um, about it. And I, nothing was ever done. Like, nothing ever happened to those people. 
and it's whatever. It's in the past. I don't even remember who it was, but it was probably quite a few people. Yeah, it sucked like a lot, and I didn't. I didn't know why. Like, cause I feel like you when people bully people, it's for like the way they look or the way that they dress or their sexuality or whatever. I could not see a reason why they picked me to be this person that they decided to t- attack so viciously besides the fact that I was openly bi in high school. I'm not an, I was, um, I'm an overweight person. I we don't dress are. well. You know, I was poor growing up, so I didn't have like the nicest clothes. Yeah. Uh, my friend group was what we would call like outcasts, like lower tier people. We were in like the hierarchy. Like you have you have jocks, cheerleaders, nerds, geeks. Hit. We had hicks at our school. Yeah. Um, the hicks referred to the group of friends that I brought you into because I met Misty, which is fine. We can. As long as they're friends, we have permission to use their names. We're just not doing, like, work names. So, I met Misty sophomore year. So, she is my second longest friend. And we... We, like, I brought you in and I was like, this is my friend Steven. And, like, the Hicks called us cat people. Because a lot of them, you and me included, not to the same degree, but, like, we watch anime. Yeah. Or, like, you watch Power Rangers. Like, we watch stuff from J- Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, really, you and I didn't do it super heavily. We just knew, like, the old school shit like Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But some of us took it to a point where they would wear cat ears and actual tails to school. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I felt was cringy, but I felt bad for judging people for doing whatever the fuck they love. So... They called us that. So we were our own subclass of people. So I just want to point that out. Everybody's like, well, jocks, the math geeks, choir, yeah. orchestra. No, we were the cat people. Yeah. And that's just what we were called. And we were called that even after I graduated. Because, like, I made – when you left and, like – because all of our friends were a year above us or two years above us. So all of them left. And I was alone because you were gone. My girlfriend at the time was gone. So I was alone. So like I learned later because I left and still talked to them that they were still called that. That was like I, not a generational thing, but like that like bled through the years where like these are just the cat people you don't talk to them. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we always got the top table in the cafeteria, we did. which was like the coveted. That's spot. like the hierarchy of of the lunchroom. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing because like in our our cafeteria is essentially it was a circle. Mm-hmm. Well, it it's more than a circle, but the spot that we sat in was like a large circle. And there were just little tables strewn about it. And then there was like a stage where I think sometimes they did performances at night. But there were always two tables up there, sometimes three. And we would just sit there. Like we would be above everybody. So it was weird that like we got what is traditionally like in our generation like the the cool kids kids table. But like we were the people that nobody wanted to talk to. Also, not to bring this up on mic. I have to pee really bad right now. Okay. Can we pause or we can we can pause. Okay. We'll be right back. So, and, and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> so um we're gonna leave that pee part in because Steven knows this. Everybody at work knows this. If I am drinking or well hydrated, not drinking alcohol, but like drinking, I pee like every twenty minutes. Yeah. Which is why in I think like the second or third episode I yelled at you, I was like, It's it's insane that we can do these in one sitting. Yeah. But I've been drinking soda all day. I'm drinking one right now. 
I just had to pee. We're going to leave it in. In the future, I could probably just like show you a message on my phone and say pause and then just run to the bathroom probably. Because yeah. I don't know how any of this shit works. Like I literally got up and fucking sprinted to the bathroom because I had to pee. But like in the future, we'll probably do that so I don't have to announce it. That didn't occur to me because I don't know how the whole thing works. I didn't know if we would lose our recording or whatever. No, we're good. Okay. <clears throat> whatever. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> so I, I kind of lost my train of thought. Oh, so... Yeah, we, I felt like I had no reason to be bullied besides with the people that I hung out with, which was interesting to me because, yes, I was in choir, but there were really popular kids in choir who befriended me. I be kids in choir. Yeah, and and not to sound conceited, I guess, but I'm a really likable person. Like, people just like me off the bat, so for me to be picked on obvious since elementary school yeah but it to be so bad in high school didn't make sense to me it's just because you're different i had those popular kids in choir um there were three girls which you would know if i could say their names yeah who picked on me in middle school one event happened where they loved my laugh to a point where they're like this kid's actually super yeah, cool. Yeah, okay, I do know what you're talking about, yeah. And let's be friends with him, and nothing ever happened to me again with that group of people because they were all dating someone. If anything was happening, they would be the ones to be like, yo, fucking chill. Like, yeah. you need to stop. So it never made sense to me why that happened to me. It did. I'm over it. I went to counseling and therapy. It's fine. Back to the gay. We're going back to the gay. <laughs> so, um, 19 came out to you as gay. Yep. That was a big turning point in our friendship because I never told you, but I was really, really scared after you dropped me off because we were in silence. No, don't say what you're going to say. I thought you were going to stop talking to me and stop Bro, being my friend really? because I was gay. Because I knew like how your dad was and how your 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 um Gra- grandparents grandpa. were, so I like was like this is the end of our friendship like that's it. Oh, dude, that fucks me up <laughs> so bad. Are you serious? You yeah. thought I was gonna talk to you because you I, told me you were yeah. gay? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm just not good at the serious things. I know, and so whatever we everything was fine the next yeah. day and going forward. Um, but then it was time to tell my. Other two best friends at the time. We've been using their names the whole fucking yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, to tell my other two best friends, Sam and Allie. Who were siblings. Who were siblings that I was gay. And um, they had already known that I was bisexual, quote unquote. Um, so we went to this um, hookah bar that we all spent time together at. Um, we decided to set up a meeting. And I told them I had something really important to tell them. Yep. So we all sit down, put in our orders, we're ready to go, and I look at them, so dead serious. I'm shaking. I'm, like, ready to yeah. cry. I'm so upset. And I look at them, and I'm just like, <laughs> guys, I'm gay. And they both, like, look at each other, and they're like, yeah, we know. They're like, here's your participation trophy. <laughs> and so I was, like, kind of, like, shocked a little bit that they said that they already knew. For the simple fact that at the moment in time, I didn't feel like I portrayed a gay male, cis yeah. male, 
because I have hid it from my mother for eons. Which is why I, eons, I like that. Which is why, like, I, I do say this a lot, and it's not to be mean to your mom. I love her to death. She is, like, I guess a third mom, because she don't care, Rachel's mom. Yeah. Um, Is, like, essentially my pseudo-mother. Yeah, we called each other's mom's mom. Yeah, we still do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I used to say that she was the dumbest fucking bitch alive to not know that you were gay. Yeah. But, like, it's also, like, you just might not be self-aware of stuff at that point. Like, even when we were recording this. Steven never listened to the first two podcasts. I've listened to all of them just to check for sound and to like, cause it makes me laugh. Like it's nice to have memories with you. The third one. No, it was the second one. The second one with the slang. That we I, listened to together. Yeah. We sat in the living room and you played it on Spotify through the smart TV. Yeah. And we sat here and we just listened to it and you didn't know. I mean, when I hear it, it's not like crazy fucking high, but you didn't know that your voice was like, if we have to give it a word, was like more towards the higher or effeminate side yeah. for a cis male. Yeah. So like, I don't want to say it. What did you say your voice sounds like? I, <laughs> I literally was like, oh my God, that kid sounds like a faggot. Yeah. It's okay. I know that <laughs> word is super offensive and I'm sorry if whoever's listening is triggered by that word, but I feel like in our world, we've taken back the word this year. I don't really care. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I noticed after that, um, and I think about it still to this day, when I used to talk to my mom, I would l- lower my voice, what I thought was yeah. lowering my voice. Because I know that there's other gays, and there's nothing wrong with it, but they change their voice to sound more feminine, yeah, to sound more gay. I just talk how I talk. I don't changed the way that I talk unless I was around my mom. I've stopped caring over the last four years, maybe. But I thought I talked that way to everyone. And I thought that nobody could know just by my voice. Which is a stereotype. Having a high voice doesn't necessarily mean that you're gay, that you're gay at all. We talked about, you know, that uh, Kurt and Glee, his voice is that high normally. Yeah, he he sounds... uh, like a woman. He's a heterosexual. Yeah, he's straight in real life. That yeah. actor is a straight man. And so, whatever. Side note, that was weird. Um, but I just thought that because I acted a certain way, y'all wouldn't know. And y'all fucking did. Yeah. You fucking snatched my weave with it. We know you gay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> can you imagine? This is so fucked up. But can you imagine, like, Kurt from Glee, like, just, like, giving it to a girl, and he's like, you like that? And it's, like, the highest pitch, like, Elmo voice. And he's like... <laughs> You like that? And the, and the girl's like, I like it. You like that? Yeah. I like it. Like, the girl has a deeper voice than yeah. he does. Um, so I came out to you guys. Yep. Um, and you guys were, like, my core group of friends at the time. Like, I was still working yeah. at the restaurant that I worked at. For oh, like, yeah, you were. Like, just, like, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we all got fired. Whatever. Because they closed down, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got my job at the grocery store that I still work at. And All right, we did say retail. I was like, yeah. you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> right. Um and that's where I kind of cha- I changed my whole outlook on myself and being gay. Yeah. Because one, I met other gay people, which was something that I hadn't done before. Oh, like Yeah, we didn't know like other than like in our high school, we only knew of like 
Bradley. And he's not gay, but he's well, LGBT. Well, no, there was also Mashanaway. I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And then Beelzebub. I don't fucking know. Beelzebub. Whatever the fuck. You'll know what I'm talking about. The two, like, core gay dudes at our high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who yeah. were so popular that he yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was another one who we suspected was gay. We have learned in later years that he is, and that's great for him. He's a fucking wonderful guy. He's yeah. great. But, like, it didn't occur to me that, like, we didn't know. Like, you had no one to look up to. Mm-hmm. Not to bring this back to Glee. But, like, Kurt. Kurt and Blaine. He, no, Kurt met. Oh, no, Blaine met that old lesbian couple. Yeah. And then invited Kurt. This is where they were talking about Glee so much. We, we stopped watching it, like, weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But, like, you didn't have a role model, like, in your life directly that you could be, like, not, like, a roadmap to life, but, like, I'm not weird. Yeah. Like, you, you obviously knew that other people like this existed. Mm-hmm. But we're not even, like, a whole bunk town. We're a pretty bl- – we're a relatively blue state here. Yeah. Uh, more in recent years. I think, like, us growing up, it was much more red. But, like – we didn't know anybody that you could talk to about that. No. Especially and, in confidence. Yeah. And I was still, like, up until right before I came out to to you specifically, I was still involved in church. Like, I still lived at home. You were. For, like, until I was, like, 16, 17, I was still involved in church. I went to your fucking Christmas play. I went, <laughs> uh, I was in youth group. You were? And side note, for, for that specific there was someone who I just found out this year who was gay, who was actually one of the co-youth pastors. He's how, gay. How old is he? Uh, 30-something. No. no. No? Okay. But I was giving him I that always, datum look. Like, like you guys did, I assumed by the way that he acted that he was gay. I never came to him because I was afraid that they would be like, Shun! Ha! And then, like, ring bells at me like they do when in the olden times. Heretic! <clears throat> but um, I never... I was really close with him. Yeah. Not in, like, a weird, like, priesty way. Not to make stereotypes. Wow, dude. <laughs> uh, speaking of priesty way, what... um, Did yours... Did your church have a designation? Like, what sect of Christianity was it? Because you weren't, you're not know. Catholic. I know no. that it wasn't a Catholic church. It's just basic Christianity, I guess. It was okay because it I wasn't don't know like if there's like a name for it. There probably is. We were part. We were part of the four group, four square group ministry. I don't know what that is, but okay. Yeah, you're probably just like a generic sect, yeah. like not Catholicism or like. Yeah. So there was that little tidbit, but I, I mean, I, I never watched anything gay on TV either because I was afraid. Like I didn't watch Glee until years after I moved out. <clears throat> yeah. Did you, there was really, yeah, there was nothing like gay for us on TV. No. Which I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I did, I did gay things when I was little, like I'm sorry to go back all the way back in time, but. Um, my first three CDs that I ever owned was NSYNC, Sierra, and Beyonce. Like, old, 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 old. Sierra was singing back then? Yeah. Like, even I know who that is. That's kind of interesting. And my dad found those CDs. I don't remember where I got them. He found them and snapped them all in half and was upset that I was listening to gay music. He did air quotes, by the way. Yeah, sorry. Um, Gay music. 
we're we're getting a camera soon. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe around episode ten or so we'll have enough saved because we do this once a week. But I mean, and then I I, yeah. I again to talk about the past um, when I was uh, I already forgot the name that I used for this person. I'm going to use the name Charlotte for the girl that lived in our neighborhood. Yeah. Um, we we used to hang out. We were really good friends. I painted my nails one day with her. Oh yeah. And I came home. <laughs> And at the time, I was just living with my dad. And I was in the shower for an hour trying to scrape the nail polish off with my teeth any way that I could. Dad came in. Why the fuck are you in the shower for so long? Ripped me out of the shower. Saw my nails. Abused me physically. Yeah. And then proceeded to clean my hands off after. That with happened. like nail polish so all, those, all of those little things is what scared me and then growing up in church and all that scared me do you, i think i asked you this before but i can't remember the answer um steven grew up in an abusive home with your father and stepmother yes your, this is when his parents are not together why did you live with your dad and not your mom to make this super quick because it's a super duper <clears throat> long story yeah. When I was six years old, I came to visit my dad for the summer. My stepmother had taken it upon herself to tell the courts that my mom had dropped me off on their doorstep, abandoned, basically. And she convinced my dad to fight for custody of me at that time. Jesus and fucking Christ. my mom had no idea until she received a letter in the mail saying, your custody is at stake, well, however they say that. And my mom is also very poor. She could not come back as soon as was planned. So she couldn't make it here to fight the court for my custody. So my dad ultimately won yeah. the custody over me. Your mom lived in Oregon at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then I ended up with my dad and my stepmom until I was 13. Did you know about all that at at like during that time frame? No, I had no you idea. You probably learned about it later because you're a kid. You probably just figured I live with my dad now. Yeah. Which Well, and it was kind of it my my dad kind of explained it to me as um it's my turn to have you, I guess, to for put six it. years. Yeah. Seven years. And I was terrified because one I didn't know my dad at that point because I was old enough. I left my mom left my dad when I was two and a half. And I hadn't seen him until I was six years old, almost were you, seven. Were your parents married ever? Yeah. They were married? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I didn't, he was basically a stranger to me. This woman in my life now was a, a fucking stranger to me. She was a cunt. And I just didn't have a good home life. So all of that really held me back to coming out as late yeah. as I did. But, did- uh, has that long that was a fucking long ass travel back a, in time that's a chunk of time but <laughs> i do have two more questions your dad so he's never spoken to me before mm-hmm. and the in the years that i've known him he never talked to me when i came over to play power rangers or anything he never talked to me i was under the impression that his english was rather limited correct okay so that's yeah my, my mother my my actual my biological mother taught him english and how to write yeah so that also was probably like a huge barrier between you and your dad. Even more so, um, 
it's a real podcast. Shit happens in the real world. Um, he beat you. That's a real thing that happened. Not my dad as much as my stepmom. Though. Oh, your mom didn't hit you as much. My mom, like my your, mom. Sorry, your dad. Um, no. your mom never hit you. She's my, a, she's my, a wonderful the on, lady. The only time my dad hit me was two times, specific. I can remember these. The nail polish thing. Uh, fourth grade math. Uh, at this point, we had discovered that I had Ireland syndrome. I can't read black on white or white on black. Um, so I read with an overlay with like a sheet of plastic that's colored. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And um, we discovered that I was dyslexic at that at that point in time. Oh, no. So we were working on math together. And for whatever reason, my dad is really good at math. I don't know. Um, and I couldn't get a problem. And at this point, we were working on like times tables like multiplication Multiplication. and i kept getting the wrong answer and so he hit me every time i got the answer wrong but like so so the issue that i have with it i mean i have a lot of issues with a dad beating his kid but like it must have been so much harder because like he didn't he doesn't didn't speak english super well so like there there wasn't a lot of explanation Mm -hmm. like it was frustration you got hit yeah because he literally just said Estupido, which I knew was stupid. In Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, his dad's uh, Mexican, by the way, in case yeah. that wasn't clear. Your mom is white and your dad is Mexican, which is yeah. why you're half. Mm-hmm. I am a quarter because my mom is half and then my dad is full white. Um, did you ever... <sighs> Fuck. Did you ever, like, resent your mom? Because, like, you didn't know why you were there. You just assumed you were there. So, like, in your head, this must have been, like, my mom doesn't want me and I'm stuck with this. Or, like, how could my mom not stop this from happening? So, to be super real, um, I, well, and I, I, it has a, a lot to do with <clears throat> the way that my stepmom later conveyed to me. Because my stepmom basically straight up told me, your mom didn't want you and that's why you're here. <sighs> and so, I Fuck. grew up thinking my mom didn't want me. Did you ever talk to her? Like, on the phone? Be like, hey. So, I... My mom, again, poor. She didn't oh, have, yeah. like, a phone phone, but she had a computer. So we would IM every night on Yahoo Messenger. Fuck! <laughs> and she would tell me stories. dial-up. And stuff. But the thing that was so fucked up is my mom, and she kept every record of this because I guess she felt that she would have to tell me at some point. My mom kept oh. every record that of every letter that she sent me, every birthday present that she sent me. Everything that she had ever sent me for those couple of years, she kept record of. And I never received a single thing from my mom growing up. Like, ever. God, that's some next level shit. Why do you... I mean, I guess you don't. But, like, when your dad and stepmom are in town, you either avoid them or, like, it's pleasantries. Like, why is your mom still nice to them? Like, why isn't it just... My mom is not involved with them. When The last time they came, which was, like... I was, I just got in my car, so I was 1920 was the last time that I saw them. No, they came after, they came after that because they came much after you and I had the conversation of you being gay. Yeah, it was, oh yeah, so it was like after I turned 19, 20, it was like 20, I was like 20. Did you have your, I just got my license. Oh, so you had your Ario? Mm Mm-hmm. Or Ario, Suzuki Ario. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had the soul. No. 
So that was, yeah, like 20. So like five years ago was the last time that I saw them in person. Holy fuck. My mom had no contact with them. Like everything that had happened, like me seeing them was done through my sister. Oh, I thought, I thought they were like at your mom's house. No. I was like, there's no fucking way your mom. They stayed in a hotel. They, as they fucking, well, I don't think they deserve that. Your dad's a cunt. Yeah. And his wife's a cunt. Your little brother's a nice guy though. Mm -hmm. We also share the same name, which is neat. But, but yeah, because that was their that was their first time seeing me for years, years and like years. as an adult. Yeah, because um, the last time they really saw me was when I was fourteen. So fuck, <laughs> six years had went by, and we'll get into that later, I guess, maybe in the childhood trauma episode. Or now, I guess I don't care. Um, they had seen me for the first time in six years, and at the end of. Actually, this actually fits in perfectly. At the end of their trip here, they went home. Yep. Back to where they live. And um, my stepmother had called my mom at 6 o'clock in the morning the next day and had a conversation with my mother. And her literal words are, Stephen is gay. What are you going to do about it? They're also... Um, his dad and stepmom are also heavily religious. And my mom just told her straight up, he is his own person. He makes his own decisions. I have no control in his life anymore. And he, she, All I can do is pray for him. Yeah, I was like, and she said she'd pray for you. So that, I, and I didn't know this, I obviously know it now, but I didn't know that the conversation had happened until the next day yeah. when I went to see her for some reason. And my mom brought it up. And I can tell you I have never been so scared in my life when she said, hey, your stepmom called me at 6 o'clock in the morning and wanted to talk about you and something very interesting that they think. And I knew right at the instant that it was the fact that I was gay. And they just had made assumptions by my tattoos, my way that I talked. Oh, yeah. Yep. And all that. So that's, that's what they based it off of. Um, and my mom told me exactly as I just told you what was said. And all I told my mom is, I don't give a fuck what they think. They're not in my life anymore. That was the end of the conversation. We went and did whatever we were doing. And that, that seemed like a larger turning point in your relationship with her. Cause that was the first time <clears throat> I'm sure unless she's like super in denial about it. That, like, she's either had an inkling before or, like, it's in the new modern world of the way that we're going. She's thought about, like, what if he is gay? Like, what am I going to do? Or what if your little brother Evan's gay? Or, like, I'm sure that that's come up. But that was the first time that, like, it was forced in front of her face where she was, like, she had to come to realize that it is a possibility. It always has been statistically. Yeah. But there's somebody else outside of her world being, like, hey, this might be a thing. Yeah. She was, like... Oh, fuck. And her gut reaction was, he is a grown-ass man. I will pray for him. Yeah. Which, she's not trying to pray the gay away or anything. She's just like, this is, all, this is all I know. She knows religion, and that's it. Yep. And that's fine. That's not the best reaction we could get. Mm. We as, like, I'm involved with this. <laughs> we are one person. <laughs> but, like, I think that that's really cool, because that used to tell me, like, anytime. You, you guys watch cooking shit together all the time because you and I want to be chefs. So you watch cooking shows a lot more than I do anymore. But 
like she'd always say she talked about like a chef being a faggot or something you have told me in recent years after conversations that, that language has kind of she's weaned herself away from those words yep so she's she's also started saying partner to you mm-hmm. is my understanding instead of yeah it, it really wife fl- and kids it really fluctuates and more recently i guess it hasn't really come up but um when we do chat about like relationships and stuff um, I guess most recently and most specifically, um, she was talking about how she probably won't get another grandkid, either one before she passes or two before Evan or I have kids. More specifically, when we were talking about it, she said, because I've made it very vocal that I want to adopt children, even, I feel like even if I was heterosexual, I would probably want to adopt kids rather than have my own. Just because yeah. that's how my heart works, and that's just how I feel about it. Um, but she specifically said, when you and your wife, and then she stopped, and then she said, when you and your partner adopt a child, that'll be my last grandkid, probably. So that was, like, the... I mean, well, I guess Evan is really young. Uh-huh. I don't think he's going to have kids anytime soon. He's, no. He's a smart kid. I should be the, <clears throat> the one that theoretically has a kid next. Before she, how old's your fucking mom before she passes? Oh, she's she hasn't been doing super great though as well, of late. Yeah, my mom, my mom, I don't foresee my mom passing anytime soon. She's fifty nine years old. Yeah, I was gonna say she's younger than my grandma. She she is in relatively good health, especially since she quit smoking, um, cigarettes, and um, besides her having, I don't remember the name of it. It's a type of blood cancer that can never be cured, but it'll never kill her. Whatever. She's in relatively good health. She's old, but for what she's been through, I probably won't lose my mom until she's like 80. She's, what's it called? What's the old saying? She's in good shape for the shape she's in. Yeah. Yep. So I I don't have that fear anytime soon. It's always going to be in the back of my mind because she brings it up every so often, but um, I don't think about it. Really? Yeah. So we're the opposite with that. I think about like family passing away a lot. <clears throat> like, um, oh, like this past Christmas. So my grandma, she calls them cinnamon rolls. That's not what they are. She makes homemade cinnamon knot thingies. We had this conversation already. I was going to bring it up earlier, but I forgot until now. And this is the best segue I've got. So my grandmother, we have a traditional thing. Christmas Eve, we have homemade chili. It's usually about five gallons of chili. It's a lot of chili. Sorry, that's a lot of chili. I, mean, I whispered that. Yeah, but there's like, with the addition of like Zion getting married and everything, there's like 13 or 14 of us now. Yeah. With his sister, his wife, and he's friends with his neighbors now. They came over for Christmas. But like the only, like the thing that I remember from my kid, from my childhood are these fucking cinnamon rolls. So I wanted to learn how to make them before she died. And I was very candid about it because I looked at her, I was like, I'm helping you this year. You have to wait till I'm off work at one to come over and she said why and i looked at her i was like because she survived brain cancer she had a tumor removed in her head she, that's why she has that hole in her head not a hole it's like a, a crater yeah, yeah like a dent because she had a part of her skull removed yeah and like she's she's been through cancer a couple times so so was papa papa eventually died of brain cancer papa is what i call my paternal grandfather um but i looked at her i was like you're like you might die before next christmas eve happens like, it's really shitty to think about, 
but she has... But you never know. Yeah, she has more years behind her than she does ahead of her, for sure. She's... Fuck, Papa was 71 or 2 when he passed, so Nana's sitting at, like, 68 right about now. So, I told her, I was like, the only thing that, like... Because we're poor. The only thing that you can leave us when you die is recipes. Like, that's all we had. Our childhood was cooking and food. So I was like, I want to know how to make the things that you make them. That way, I can keep making them when you're gone. Like, I would I would spend the rest of my life and all the money I have just trying to find out how to make those shit if she died before I knew. Yeah. And it's, I shit you not, I already told you this. It's a pound of butter. Mm-hmm. The recipe is a pound of butter. And that was a light year. <laughs> like, yeah. that didn't count the butter for the roll, like, to make the rolls or anything. That was just the straight butter on them. And the wow. and the caramelized uh, sugar cinnamon mix that we make with the butter. Hmm. A pound of butter. But, like, it's just, you never know. Like, I've been, I don't know if I just think about it more than you do or something. I'm not sure. But, like, like, I'm worried about your mom dying a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't talk about this. Because, like, it, it's a weird thing to talk about. Even though, like... It's she, a reality that yeah. eventually I'll have to face. And not to cut you off, but my my uncle, my mother's brother, just passed yeah, away. Yeah, he just passed. Like, um, two months ago. Mm-hmm. And it was so unexpected and so sudden. Like, we knew, yes, at some point he had been battling cancer for 12 years that it was going to happen. He was still actively battling cancer. What kind of cancer was it? Lung cancer. Oh, fuck. He had lung cancer? Yep. And he never smoked a day in his life and he had lung cancer. That's how it started. Damn, dude. Yeah. So, of course he didn't smoke. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So th- th- I, that when, when that happened, because my uncle is only like th- two years older than my mom. Yeah, he was not old. I had to have that, that moment in my own mind. I could lose my mom. At the drop of a pin. And she she smokes a lot, too. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Well, she doesn't smoke cigarettes. She smokes... She vapes. Well, yeah. I guess that's less tar. Uh, yeah. Or, like, I think it's... It's still no not tar. good for you. Yeah. But well, it's... Yeah, it's virtually science, no tar. Science, whatever. We'll get, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the weird segue. Um, back to me being a faggot. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's so funny that word makes you so uncomfortable. And, but because, me, because it reminds me of, like, a time... When that was, like, the worst thing you could call someone almost. No, it just... God, this is so shitty. Um, It reminds me of a time where, like, I hated you. Like, I hated that you liked dudes. Which is is not okay. Oh! I didn't know that! (laughs) We talked about it last time where, like, I didn't like that. Yeah. Like, I come from a pretty strict homophobic household. Like, I was the first person in my family to openly, like, be that guy at, like, Thanksgiving dinner to be like, we need to stop saying the word faggot. Or say things are gay when you don't like them. Yeah. Like, and the amount of pushback, because I lived with ten other people between the two households. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it reminds me of, like, a time where you had to transfer schools. Yeah. And, like, you couldn't be in my life. Like, I get, like, I talk about this all the time. Like, I tell you I'm a shitty person. And, like, overall, if there's a God, I'm going to hell. I, I genuinely believe that, and that's fine. Oh, yeah, fine. me too. Yeah, that's fine. We'll talk about that on a different day. You want to talk about religion today. I said let's let's save that for, like, more listeners so it's a little bit juicy. But, like, 
I believe like no matter what happens, I'm going to go to hell. If it exists, whatever you want to call it. I think at best I'll get purgatory. <laughs> but like I still think I'm shitty now. So that word just reminds me of like when I just hated everything that existed and moved. Or I was like I was upset from being in a shitty home, so I focused all of that to at the time the most different thing I could think of in the early 2000s, which was a dude liking a dude or a chick liking a chick or whatever. But it just like, I, I hate the word because I used to call you that. And I know people still do in like a hate way. Cause you tell me you get called that at work all the time. Yeah. Like, and I always tell you if like, there's any, like if there's ever a point in time where somebody calls you that and like, for some way you can like give me like 10 minutes, I will quit my job instantly and be there and beat their fucking ass right there. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me that you call yourself it. I'm cool with, like, the word, like, coming back. But it, it does still make me uncomfortable because I think that it's almost, like, some level of self-deprecation. Which it probably is. That's our whole thing. Yeah. Is hating I'm, ourselves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why. So, anyway. Um, I'm gay. Uh, so, I came out, obviously, um, at 19 to... My small group of friends at the time. Yeah. Um, later, I had gotten a job at the place where I still currently work at. And I didn't really, like, tell anyone I was gay. But at that point, I was like, oh, people just know because they know. Yeah. Because um, they have brains. But my mom shopped at that store. Oh, yeah. Actively. So I was afraid that someone would say something or ask her a question about <clears throat> about me being gay. And I battled with it for about a year until I came out to one of my managers at the time. <clears throat> and we were, like, walking around the store, putting stuff back on the shelf. And I, like, just started crying. And she was like, what's going on? And I was like, Fuck. I'm gay. And I'm afraid <laughs> my mom's going to find out. And she just, like, was like, you know, it is what it is. People most likely won't say anything to your mom. They don't know what's going on. And that was, like, the first person that was, like, were, I considered her a friend at the time, but we're, like, friends now. Yeah. But at the time, she was my boss. So I wouldn't have considered her a friend. So she was, like, the first person I ever came out to that wasn't my friend. Yeah. And that was a really big moment for me. What? Like, so, when we, like, did this whole thing, oh, no, you were still living with your mom, but, like, I guess now. You're on your own. You have a career for lack of a better term. What are you afraid of to have that conversation with your mom? Oh, I don't know. Like she's, she's not going to kick you out. No. Um, I mean, I guess she might, are you afraid that like she'll disown you or something? Something like that. Like she'll just like not want to have me in her life anymore. And as like we were talking about earlier, I resented my mom for me thinking that she abandoned me. That's so And then I fucked. find out later she didn't. So then, you know, my mom was the biggest part of my life, and she still is to this day. You know, I do everything for her um, because she is disabled, and I, you know, I, I'm yeah. the only willing child out of us immediate three that can help her at the drop of a hat, that she's not scared to go with. Or Yeah, you even helped her today, too. Yeah. Before we recorded this, uh, we don't have a... 
I almost said laundry machine because that's what we call it. Um, a, we don't have a washer and dryer here in our apartment. So you had to go do it. And while it was drying, you went and like ran errands with her and like took her shopping and stuff. And yeah. you, you do shit like that a lot. That's like, because it's hard for me to get in the mindset of like, well, the worst is going to she stops talking to you. Because you're significantly closer to your mom than I am with either one of my biological parents. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not close with my dad at all. Like not to be shitty, but, um, my grandmother asked me the other day not to steal your shit, but she asked me, she's like, Hey, what are you going to do when your dad dies? And I said, what, like, what do you mean? What are we going to do there? Like he owns nothing. We're going to throw shit in the garbage. She's like, no, like for a funeral and stuff. I looked, I looked her in the face and I was like, do you honestly want to, want me to answer what we're going to do with your son's dead body? She was like, yeah. And I looked at her. I was like, if they call me, like if Trey and Noah are like, hey, dad died, I'm not going. Like I'll leave his body until the state comes and takes it. Like he's not worth the money to move or cremate. Cremation, by the way, expensive. It was like 1800 bucks to cremate my grandfather. Yeah. And that was the cheapest fucking option. But, like, I'm so not close to my dad at this point that, like, we can talk about shared interests, and that's it. Like, I don't give a fuck about him. He's a scumbag. He's a really shitty person. We'll talk about that later. I am more, I'm closer to my mom, which is, like, psychology-wise, is pretty common for males to be close to their mom and females to be close to their dads. Whatever. I'm closer to her, but, like, we're still not... Like, it's not like she's my mom and, like, I'm her son. It's, like, she's somebody that I've known since I was a kid and I come say hi to. Like, a distant, like, aunt or something that you're, like, you see them once a year. So much so that, like, I haven't told my mom that I loved her since I was, like, 14 years old. Yeah. Which was that summer that I spent living with her. And I hated every goddamn second of it. (laughs) But it's just, it's so hard to get in, like, the mindset of, like, coming out and, like, having them disown you. Like, if I was gay, I'd be freaked out living with them because they'd kick me out. But now that I'm an adult, I would, like, show up to their house and, like, a, if I was gay, like, rainbow flags flying a fucking cake and streamers and being like, fuck yourself, I'm gay, and just throw a cake at them and just leave. Yeah. But, like, that's not probably super normal. Like, you love your mom. Yeah. So I understand that it'd be pretty devastating if you were like, I'm gay, and she's like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. I really don't think that'll happen. I, I... As as the years have gone on, and there's been more and more uh, inklings to it or yeah. whatever, um, I'm not afraid of it now, I guess, as much as it is, but to have those words come out of my mouth still spook me. Like, Do you... <clears throat> I'm going to give you two options to come out, and I want you to oh pick, like, which one God. you'll like. It's not on the podcast or anything. Like, I'm wondering, like, which... Which situation do you think would be better or, like, easier for you to do? Do you think it'd be easier for you to, like, call your mom and, like, go to her house and be, like, sit down and, like, have a conversation? Or do you think it would be easier to, like, say you found a a boyfriend and, like, at the beginning of the year, like, you start dating, like, February. Do you think it'd be easier to show up with him on Christmas Day and be like, hey, mom, this is my boyfriend, fucking Chad? Or... Would it be easier to have that conversation prior? It's funny you bring that up because I was literally thinking about it yesterday. Oh. Um, because um, my little brother 
has a girlfriend and she's part of our family. She's fucking weird. Um, she's super nice though. And we we all sit on the couch. My mom has a separate chair in her house. Yeah. And like just watching them interact like together, like she's like laying on him and cuddling him and like kisses him every so often. Um, watching that happen, I was like, I wonder what would happen if next Christmas I was lucky enough to have a boyfriend. And I was like, I brought him over and I was like, mother, this is my boyfriend. He'll be spending Christmas with us. Like, what would happen? Like, would she just be like, cool, here's some fucking food. Here you go. Like, or would it be like, I don't want to spend Christmas with you. I don't want to see that. I think, God. So, again, from my perspective, both of them have like pros and cons. So, like. The pro of, like, you sitting down and, like, or, like, even just a phone call is, like, it's pretty intimate. It's you and her, and you're, like, hey, this is something that's going on in my life. And she'll be, like, cool, here is rebuttal or how I feel. And if she says, get the fuck out of my house, you're essentially dealing with that alone. But if, like, it was Christmas dinner and you came over, you would have a support net of your partner who would be like, well, fuck her anyway. Like, if she if she's going to hate you for, like, who you are... I was going to say at your core, but, like, at your core, you're not gay. You're you're just a person. Mm-hmm. That just happens to be a thing that is that is real. Yeah. But I also think if you do the Christmas thing, like, Evan and... I don't know how to pronounce his girlfriend's name. Kaylee. That is not how it's fucking I know. spelled. <laughs> I know. That is not <laughs> how it's spelled. It's Kaylee. I thought it was, like, Celia or some shit. Yes. <laughs> but, like... I know that Evan's pretty, like, he's pro-gay, because Noah is. Noah is my little brother. They're best friends, too, which is super fucking cool. I think it's really neat that, like, you and I are best friends, and then our brothers are, too. Our younger brothers are the same age. But, like, I know that Evan's pro-gay. Like, I know that he is. And I'm fairly certain his girlfriend is, too. She's super pro-gay. So Maybe even more pro-gay than I am, if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> She's so pro-gay, she wishes she was gay. Yes, honestly. <laughs> if she wasn't dating my brother, she'd probably be a lesbian. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I think, like, at the Christmas dinner thing, like, it is kind of shitty to spring that. But, like, you would have three people there, in theory, if they all show up. That like would directly support. My boyfriend doesn't show up to my. Well, like, my own. like maybe Evan doesn't. <laughs> Did Evan showed up this year and everything? Yeah. But Jason, Jason's his older brother. Jason and he was on Christmas Eve. Okay. But like I, th- I think you have a fuck. But I don't know about Jason though. See, and that's where it gets kind of, and that's also the extent of my fear is that I've had a, a candid conversation with my sister-in-law, Don. Yeah, who's married to my brother Jason. Uh, I don't remember how we... It was years ago. I was not even 20. Uh, no, I was 20. I wasn't 21 because I remember they were scared of me drinking at their house. Weird no, we were drinking Pussies. Um, But she had straight up asked me what my stance was on people being gay. And I was like, I support it 100%. I don't... What's the issue? And she was like, well, I... I don't. And she has a cousin and a brother who I've known, actually known her cousin for years, years and years, like since third grade. Didn't know at the time, obviously. Um, But her cousin, I think it's her brother. I don't remember. They're both gay. Nice. And she was like, I don't agree with their lifestyle, but there's nothing I can do about it. And that's kind of like the extent of our conversation with that. 
so that part freaks me out is like if I did if they did find out and I'm I came out on Facebook. They had to have seen it at some yeah. point, I'm sure. I I always figured that Jason was pretty homophobic. Like he's just I don't but like he, I don't He might not be, but he's like stereotypical straight nuclear family pretty right in yeah. terms of political. Like yeah. that's just always been how they are. But like a gay thing isn't necessarily a right or left thing anymore. Like that's a pretty neutral ground at this point. Like Zion, who is not extreme right wing, but he's like he's definitely like compared to you, he's the opposite fucking end of the scale. Yeah. So like even he's like pro gay, fuck yeah. That's just not at the top of his like priority list is like voting for someone that's pro gay. But like it's becoming more of a common thing where like it might not seem like it in recent years, but like both parties in general are cool with interracial stuff. Yeah. That didn't used to be the thing in the sixties. It was left cool. Black people go to schools with white people neat and conservatives weren't now. Like for the most part, they're both like black people, cool minorities. Cool. Again, yeah. for the most part, media is different. Like there's still millions of racist people in our country. Yeah. I'm just saying the majority of people aren't. So like, I think it'll, it'll, it's going to eventually get to that point. I'm hoping in our lifetime I hope so <laughs> where too. it's like gays are cool. That's not an issue anymore. Let's fucking alien invasion. <laughs> it's really funny that you bring that up. Cause I saw this, this Facebook post. Um, and it was like in 2021, gay people aren't coming out to straight people anymore. We're going to be who we are. And the straights have to come out to us. And that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of like what I hope for is that like at some point, like being straight is like niche and like nobody talks about it. And it's like gays rule, you know. I don't know. So you want, so you want us to get a taste of our own medicine. You want, to <laughs> yeah, shoot, not not shoot like wasp a, at the straighties <laughs> at the fucking breeders. Not in like like a horrible way, but I want, I and I I see it all the time on TikTok. People po- make point of views like where the world is completely flipped and everyone is gay. There was a short film about that. It was wonderful. And yeah, I saw that. Um, and then one of them was uh, what they called a breeder, and yeah. and that specifically. And it was like frowned upon. The girl was disowned. Yep. Yeah. So and like, kids were like artificially made or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be kind of interesting to experience, just like for a blip, because I uh, I believe in equality for all and all that stuff. Like I would never wish what I've been through on anyone or a heterosexual, except for like one second. Like I just like I just want to see them. I want Cody to suffer the way I did. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I don't know how we got on this tangent. How do? I'm just gonna keep throwing questions at you, honestly. Um, this is like gonna be a really weird reference. So, do you know the Disney movie Zootopia? I've never seen it, but I know of it. Okay, so it's it's not segregation, but like it's herbivores and carnivores. I can't. Re- Predator and Prey. That's what it is. Predator and Prey. Um, there's a scene where, like, the Predator kids are bullying a bunny, who is the main character. And the main dude that's bullying her is a fox. And normally, like, when you see a villain, villain in a movie, they get their comeuppance. Like, he'll have a shitty life or will be homeless and she feels validated. What actually happens, what they did with it, this is the only reference I know to bring this question up, so is he's actually extremely successful and happy in life. 
nothing bad has happened to him. There's no karma in this. He's He delivers food. He has a really good business. He's well off. But he comes to her and he's like, I was a really shitty kid. And that was not okay and I'm sorry. And the forgiveness is there. I'm asking you, does it bother you? Because I know some of them are that like your bullies that were like really shitty to you for the worst things are like doing well in life. Because with social media, we can see how most people that we used to know are doing. Like, does it bother you that like somebody that could be so shitty to you and hate you for such a thing that whatever you believe is not a choice. Mm -hmm. Being gay is not a choice. Being attracted to whatever sex or gender you're attracted to is not a choice. It's just a fact of life. Does it bother you that people that hated you for something so fucking, such a small part of who you are? Because being gay isn't a personality trait. It's not. Like, you're still Steven. Yeah. If you weren't gay, you'd still love Power Rangers. Fuck, we've been Power Rangers Marathon up in this bitch. Yeah. You'd still be you. So, do you, like, does it bother you that, like, karma, I'm doing air quotes, didn't, like, hit them hard? In a strange way, no. Like, <clears throat> okay. I obviously, like, the people that did bully me, I'm not friends with on Facebook. Um, I still check up on some of them because I'm an asshole and I want to see if their life is hell. Um, it's I, I have seen that um, one <clears throat> specific kid who used to pick on me quite often came out as pansexual, which was like an, an interesting like oh. tidbit. Like I was like, oh. And then another one, he didn't like pick on me, but he was friends with the kids that picked on me. He's bisexual. So that's like, like I, I, I see all these things and it kind of makes sense to me. They picked on me because if they did know, they couldn't be who yeah. they were because of the way they grew up or the way they were, it's, the way they experienced life. I don't know if there's statistics for it or anything. I can't remember what it was. We used to get told like 70% of people that bully gays are gay on the inside or something. Yeah. But like, I don't know how much of that is true, but projection is a real thing in psychology. So it would make sense that... <clears throat> a good chunk of the dudes that bullied you or not necessarily dudes, people that bullied you are coming out as like, as they experience their own lives and shit. Yeah. Like that's just going to be a real thing, especially when like in this modern world as much as, as much as it's not for like me necessarily. Cause I'm still working on things, but gender lines are getting blurred more than they have been in centuries. Like we know that historically like Greece gender roles weren't like really a thing. Dudes, like, it was a whole fuck fest there. Yeah. But, like, Christianity, like, pushed in and, like, more stricter rules happened. So, like, this is the most gender fluid that most people have been in a while. A lot of other countries are already, like, not super stereotypes with genders and stuff. But, like, as it becomes more open and okay to do it, people are going to come out. Like, people that bully you are going to be like, oh, it wasn't cool in... 2010. Or not cool. It wasn't okay in 2010 under my views for me to be pansexual or bisexual but now that it is i'm experimenting and coming to terms with the fact that <clears throat> i feel certain ways about each gender and they probably like they probably that was probably such like a middle school thing to them they either thought that it was just teasing you and you were friends or they just don't remember you specifically because they probably bullied a lot of people yeah but it is nice that they can get that closure I just, I guess I'm just more spiteful than you. Like, I would be like, I wish life fucked them more. Mm -hmm. But you're a fairly forgiving person. Almost probably too forgiving. To a fault. Yeah. For sure. You're still my friend. Yeah. So, I'm the opposite. I'm like, 
burn them at the stake, you stupid bitch. Well, not with gays. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, the, oh, <laughs> the bullies. I was like, yeah. I'm like, so like, if it's severe enough, like, wrong me once and I'm good. Like, you're you're effectively dead to me. Like, if you and I were hanging out, like, let's say we were in Durango, which is vague enough that it's like far away from places. Like, we were in Durango, Colorado. And we were, ha- we were in a fight, and, like, you left me there and drove back home. Which we're not going to say how long that is, but... It's a long drive. It's a long fucking drive. <sighs> like, if that happened to, like, to that point... Not to be a dick to you right now. But, like, if that ever happened to us... Like, there'd be... N- unless I fucked up real bad. We're just arguing over something simple and you kick me out. Like, if I hit you or something, obviously I'm going to be like, bro, that w- that's all me. <laughs> but if it was something where, like, blame was neutral... Or I, like, was so, like, vindicated that, like, I thought it was you 100% that it was your fault. I would never talk to you again. Because, like, I'm a very one-shot person. Like, not, like, to a degree, like, if if you, like, borrowed five bucks from me and never paid it back, like, it's fucking five dollars, whatever. But, like, if it's something so severe, you're just dead to me. I had had this conversation with Zion the other day about somebody, which we'll talk about in, like, first loves and traumas and stuff, because I have a lot of shit going on there. But... I told him, I was like, this person's dead to me. He's like, how the fuck could you say that? I was like, he's like, you hate them. I was like, no, I don't. Hate implies that I put effort into how I feel. I just don't care. Yeah. Because, like, they fucked me when I was 14, and I still haven't forgot it. That was 11 fucking years ago, and it will never die for me. It's just, they're still alive. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny, because... I, and I, I have been told, and I see it in myself, that I'm too forgiving, and I I think for me, um, not to go off on another, like, tangent, because this is all this has been now, um, I am afraid to, like, lose people, I guess, um, and, like, I never want to be, like, left or forgotten, so I forgive people probably when I shouldn't, just because at some point we had a connection and it meant a lot to me and I forgave and moved on. Yes. I still remember the bad things or thing that they did to me, but at like the end of the day, I still care about that person and I wish no harm to them. So like I, I used to be like that too, like in high school. So, Oh yeah, you had transferred. So I went to prom with my girlfriend at the time cause she was a senior and I was a junior and I thought everybody should have the prom experience. So we went and I was so worried about like losing connection or anything. Like we, I had a reservation at my favorite restaurant at the time. And I looked at her and I was like, Hey, like, I know I'm going to regret it. If we don't go hang out with our friends, like it's really shitty. I know it's supposed to be just us and there's 30 of them. Can we just go to their restaurant and like see them? Cause I'm going to miss them a lot. You're all graduating. You're leaving in like two months. And she was like, like, she seemed annoyed, obviously, but she was like, "That that's fine. That's perfectly fine. So, we went and, like, kept a connection with everybody, still talked to them. I lost all those photos on my Facebook got deleted because I didn't keep any of them. I could probably text Mal or something. But, like, I was so worried about keeping connections that, like, I was willing to, like, risk, like, issues and other relationships and stuff. That restaurant, my favorite restaurant, ended up closing, like, a month later, and I never got to eat there again. Which bothered the fuck out of me, but that's a side thing. But I've, after like, <clears throat> um, after like choosing a career, like I wanted to go to school for theology, which is a study of religions, and psychology, 
because I wanted to know why my family was so fucked. So after doing both of those things and like seeing reasons why people tick and like doing college courses and that, even though I never finished, like it helped me like see toxic traits in people. So I realized that like most of my friend group to know, like not necessarily fall to their own. Like all of us have like a mental illness of some kind. There's not a single person in, in my friend groups that you also know. Hit the mic. That was my bad. Totally my bad. It's still on. Yeah, it's still on. <laughs> Fuck. We were doing so good with the sound. But. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it just struck me funny. <laughs> that happened. But. Like. After seeing like. Well, this doesn't. This relationship doesn't like personally benefit me in any way. Like. It's whittled down so far that like. The only person I regularly talk to that I don't have to, because I, I work with one of them and we've been friends for like four, yeah, like four, four years now. Like I talk to you because like you're what I have. I have some friends that like I'll talk to regularly, like occasionally, but like it's just, I wasn't getting f- fulfillment out of it. So I realized like the connections don't benefit me for the most part, even if they are like, I've known them whatever how long but like you don't want to lose it in case it's something i realize that it is nothing and probably will be nothing because i suck at effort Mm -hmm. so i just gone and i don't care anymore i used to be like that and it caused me a lot of anxiety so i got over it and now i'm just an asshole with one friend (laughs) it's really funny that you say that because um on my side my want to never lose someone is so severe that um, I have like songs with friends. That's like that's our song, like that's the song that we listen to. It reminds each other of us, you know that sort of thing. I will not listen to those songs anymore, but I still keep them in my playlist. I do the same. I have the same thing because at one point it meant a lot to me, and those people are no longer in my life for whatever the reason being. And we'll talk about that at a different time. Yeah. Because I've lost several friends. But those songs I still have in my playlist and they'll come on and I'll listen to the first like three seconds and it just gets too much for me and I have to skip it. What's our song? I don't think we have a song. We do. Do we? Yeah. Oof. So I like you have a song for us. I probably don't have a song for us. That's fair. Okay. So we don't listen to the same music. No. Like in. Not even in general. Like, we do not. I listen to extremely traditional country and western. Like, not... Like, George Strait's too new for me, almost. Yeah. And he came out in the 80s. I listen to, like, 40s... 50, some 20s, actually. I listen to some 20s. I have some 20s playlists. When you taught me how to do Spotify. Because that was, like, my first thing. I was like... <laughs> this is so stupid. You were like, it has music on. I was like, yeah, but it's like... What Mainstream? The f- yeah. I was, in, I was trying to think of a name. I can't. So, like, newer artists, hip-hop, pop, the stuff that you like. And I looked at you, and I was like, <laughs> does it have Conway Twitty? And you're like, yes, it has fucking Conway Twitty. I was like, and Merle Haggard? And you're like, yeah. So I downloaded it just because you told me it had, like, the classic country artists. And I still listen to those same playlists that I made the first day I got it, and it's great. I forgot where I was going with this conversation. Oh, our song. So when we're in the car together, we haven't played it in a while, but like you'll play poppy country 
not, mm-hmm. not like hip hop, but like '90s country that like when they were transitioning to more computer stuff. Yeah. And the song that you play the most when I'm in the car that I hear is "What Hurts the Most" by Rascal Flatts. Oof. For real. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so like that's not our song because it's sad or like it makes us think of each other. But like, I would consider it our, our song because it hits so hard. For but, both of us. But we listen to it yeah. together. Like, I have. The first, the only time that I listened to it by myself since you started playing it was today because it popped up on like a suggested thing. And I was like, I gotta, I can't pass up No Rascal Flats. Yeah. And I was listening to it and I was like, fuck, I wish Steven was here right now. Just chilling at work. Like, that's what I would consider our song, which isn't a super happy song. Yeah. But if I, so, and this is gonna trigger me a little bit, but um, there's a song called One Call Away by Charlie Puth. And oh, I'm sure you probably heard it. Yeah, you played it to the Fast and Furious something or other. I don't like Fast and Furious. <laughs> um, but that song was a song for me and one of my ex friends now. And I can't listen to it anymore. But if it was, if I could listen to it, it would probably be our song because it's literally like, I'm always one call away. When you're when you need me, I'll be there. Like except not really, because I'll call you and be like, "You could have fucking texted that to me. Are you fucking kidding me?" Like that meme that's like, "If you if you need to call me, text me." This <laughs> is one of my favorite. Memes. Every time I call you, because like, if I don't need an answer, I'll text. Because yeah. like, you might be at work, but like, if I need something, and usually it's not like an emergency, it's like I am doing something really specific and I need an answer for it now. I'll just call you and you're like, you could text that to me. I'm like, but you can't respond right away. You're at work <laughs> or you're, I don't fucking know what you're doing. Like you hate when I call you. Yeah. I don't like talking on the phone. You don't like, like even with my own mom, like yeah. I'd be like, you, you can't just text me this. There's so the only people that I know that like regularly call people is my family. Like Zion will call me like, just ask me a quick question too. And like, it's become more noticeable that that's not a common thing. Cause he'll call me and be like, fucks up, bro. Like I'm you to him. Yeah. And I'm like, if someone's calling me, someone is dead. Someone is dying. Someone is giving birth. I dial inside every day. Does that count? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I just call you. Hey, it happened again. Little flake of Cody just fell off right there. One step closer to hanging myself. For those of you who can't see us, cause nobody can. I just rolled my eyes really hard. At I it. say that a lot to him. Anyway, it's how I cope. we went off on a really big tangent and this is supposed to be about me. Yeah. We're still not, I mean, yeah, we're not even like all the way through. No, we're only on year 20. <clears throat> I got yeah. five more years to talk about. <laughs> five more years. Uh, cock throbbing, sucking, snowballing. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, Somewhere between my 18, 19, 20th year, I decided to go and put myself on dating apps. Um, at the time, and I don't know if I just didn't know how to use it or not, um, I put myself on Grinder because I thought it was a dating app and not a hookup app, which is, it feels like more traditionally it's for hooking up. Yeah. You can be on there for dating, but nobody really seems to use it for that. When I got on there, everyone was like, three, four, five, six thousand miles away. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is dumb. Then I got Tinder and I got Bumble. And Bumble used to be traditionally the woman Messages matches guys. you first. And yeah. then they realized that that's not cool and they made it an active dating app for everyone. I thought it was cool. Like, I mean, <laughs> it is a little exclusionary, but like in most dating apps, 
I'm not even going to say most. In every dating app, if it's a dude and a chick, the dude is messaging first. Yeah. Because they're trying to get their dick wet. If a chick messages you first, they're attracted to you and possibly want to, like, talk to you. Yeah. So I thought that was a good formula. The issue is that, like, I'd say 90% of those dudes aren't, aren't getting messages. Yeah. It's like the chads of the world that go to the gym every day that also somehow have some substance to their personality that are getting messages. Yeah. You've tried... You and also um, a lady that used to work at my store, you have suggested the whole dating app thing. Because, like, the last time that I regularly used a dating app was my yearbook. Yeah. Which is now Meet Me. We talked about it last episode. But it's just not... It's just not something that, like, intrigues me. The hookup culture is a real thing in our generation. It really is. It's so bad. Yeah. And you're better with the photo stuff than I am. Like... I say this a lot. Like, I look like a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Like, I look like every drug dealer I've ever known. It doesn't help that I drive a white minivan. I look like Discount Post Malone. I don't have tattoos really on my does. face or anything. Yep. Yeah, I do. Like, Ron Jeremy and Post Malone had a kid. Ooh. Which is what Allie used to say all the yep. time to me. She called me fucking Ron <laughs> Jeremy. Calls you Ron Jeremy. It's just because of my fucking mustache. Mm-hmm. That's the only similarity we have. He's like for nothing, and we don't look the same. Yeah. I'm insulted by it. But you keep telling me about it, and, like, you'll tell me, like, stories about Tinder and shit. And I'm like, really? Why the fuck would I ever want to get that? But I I hope someday you'll meet somebody at work. But, like, you have a lot of dating apps. Yeah, so, <clears throat> not sponsored, but I exclusively use Tinder. Mm. And I have a, a Facebook dating profile set up, but I don't like to use it. Yeah, you told me that was a thing the other day. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I used to use Bumble, but it's like hit or miss. I don't really use it that much anymore. Um, I For the first uh, couple years, I never met anyone on Tinder. Um, up until last year, when I first met uh, Mike. Mm, no, that's still too close to someone else. Uh, <laughs> Magimal. We'll call him Magimal, because that's the first word that came to my mind. Magimal. Magimal. I met Magimal on <clears throat> Tinder, and it was like, I wouldn't say love at first sight, but it was like the first real connection I ever had with a guy who I liked. I guess. Yeah. That didn't turn out in the first couple of seconds right into sex. Well, no, there was, what did you, what did we call him? Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley, Bradley that, was like, that was a seven year long game though. It was, but that's like later. That's this. Year oh yeah. Almost. Okay. Yeah. You're so, doing, you're doing quite And then there was, uh, there was someone else too. Um, I can't think of another B name because all of them are really close to that B name. Butch. But, but, oh, Butch. Boom. Butch was someone for a hot, was yeah, Butch was before Magimel. Um yep. Butch worked with me, but Butch, oh, Butch oh. had a boyfriend. Yeah. And then shit went down with his boyfriend. We had talked about um how if I wasn't his boss, we could be a thing, and then everything went real sideways. Whatever, I'm not gonna go into that right now because it uh so bothers me a little bit. Anyway, um so I met Magimel on Tinder. And it was really great. Like, everything was so nice. And, um, like, it got to the point where we were texting every night. We were FaceTiming each other until we fell asleep. 
Like, it was, it felt like a real relationship where sex wasn't the primary thing that we were going for. Like, we wanted a real connection, and it was awesome. Like, nothing I had ever experienced before. I started to, like, slowly fall for this person. I had my first date that someone actually showed up for that was, like, legit. Um, And then things went south again. Yeah. And um, I I was like maybe three months I don't remember, um, three months had went by and it ended. On um, on a strange note, which I don't want to get into because it's a really long story and super complicated, but maybe we'll talk about it on another podcast, our Lost Loves podcast maybe. But um, I also have a question when you're done. Um, after that, I've met no one else. And then I came out this year. So. You gonna finish your story about Bradley? Oh, Bradley? Yeah. Ugh, Bradley. We need to have a fucking chart next to me. <laughs> we like, do. we need to have a whiteboard that's like real name equals this yeah. name. <laughs> um. So, Bradley, who was a person that I had met in high school, we had um, reconnected after meeting Majamel. Um. Because I was drinking and I got brave. And yep. I basically was like, I want to do something with you. Uh, Majamel had recently gone through a pretty severe breakup. Um, I would call, I'm would i going to call it a breakup because I don't want this person to know that it's them. Um, because it's super specific. But um, we reconnected. We were talking and talking and talking and talking and talking forever, and then we had our first quote-unquote date, where yep. we we went and we got drinks together, and then we went and walked for eight miles, and it was, like, super cool. <sighs> and then we had another date. I None of these are really dates. Um, I, he, yeah. He came over to the house. He did. And you asked him if it was a date, and that was super awkward. I'm sorry. I'm not... <laughs> like I'm not I was gonna be like I'm like an autistic person but that's like super offensive like my filter has gone away in years for sure yeah and I either crave awkwardness or I can't read a room super well yeah I also wanted to be a dick because so we went to high school with him you've we've known him seven more than seven years no seven seven or eight years so like I hadn't seen him in a while. Like, I hadn't seen him in years. Because... Are we going to mention his previous relationship at all? You can. Okay. So, you are more friends with him after high school you were. And I was more friends with his spouse. Who he's not married to anymore. Yeah. But, like, I found out that they were getting divorced from them. And then you found out that they are getting divorced through him. Yeah. And you were like, did you know that someone started getting divorced? I was like, yeah, I just talked to... The spouse, and he was like, you still talk to them? I was like, yeah, yesterday. And it's really weird because I used to be <clears throat> really good friends with that person. Yeah. Bradley could do better, though. My heart stopped for a second because I thought you said the right name, and I was like, oh. <laughs> no, I said Bradley. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but anyway, so you had asked if this was a date, and I don't remember what he said, but he was like, ah, I don't know, like, not really, but kind of... You know, it was kind of, like, on the edge, like, yeah, it is, but no, it's not. <clears throat> and we were, we basically just, like, went shopping together, 
we got alcohol, we, I introduced him to White Claws, we were drinking, we were having a good time, we were playing video games, things got a little serious. You played your Switch, right? You were playing yeah. video games on your Switch? Yeah. You motherfuckers are so loud, too. Um, things got a little serious, not like, I, I, for me, it was pretty serious. It was, you know, we were face-to-face, forehead-to-forehead, no kissing, kind of touching, not really, though. That's pretty serious to Steven, because in case, I don't think that we've talked about this, your, I think you're fine with it. You're a virgin in yeah. like the strictest sense of sex. Like, yeah. your dick has not been in. I don't want to like be a dick and define sex like in such a rudimentary way, but like, a dick has not been inside your super specific hole, and your dick has not been in somebody else's super specific hole. Yeah. In terms of like the strictest sense of like sex. Yeah. So it was it was pretty serious to me. Um, to the point where, you know, I thought it was a thing. We went to bed together, like holding hands and forehead to forehead, kind of, not like in a sexual way, but, um, it, it seemed pretty real. And then all of a sudden it tapered off, we got distant and then it became nothing. And then it was like he would come back into my life and then not. And then now we're at the point where we had talked. We, I know he's not looking for a relationship anytime at all or in the near future. And I still am pro. You could still get fucked though. Yes. Yeah. But that was my last person. And that person, um, I still think it's funny. So he found me on, facebook the day after like around 8 a.m so i didn't know that he stayed the night i actually thought that he had left or ubered home but he had texted me and his name is also different than his actual name on facebook on facebook he has a different name completely he texted me (laughs) he sent me a message on facebook and he was like hey i didn't expect to stay the night will you please not tell my they hadn't gotten divorced yet officially so i guess my spouse he said ex-spouse but he's like, can you please not tell them? And I responded, I was like, you stayed the- I wouldn't even have known if you didn't say anything. Yeah. And he was like, fuck me. And I was like, I'm not going to tell them. It's none of their fucking business what you do. You're legally separated. You're getting a divorce. It's none of their business who you may or may not have fucked. And then I found out you didn't, and I was kind of sad. Yeah. But, <clears throat> like, I remember you talking about it. Because every time you, like, talk to a person, I'm always like, hey, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. And I was like that with this too. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a dick with it because people are, people are douches. Yeah. And you also have a much smaller dating pool than like a straight person. Cause there's more straight people in the world than there are gay people. But <clears throat> like, I was really worried about it because I knew that you had liked them in high school for years, for years, seven, seven, seven years. years. And I knew that, like, you were bringing all of that emotion into it, too. Because, like, as far as he was concerned, you were probably just starting off as, like, acquaintances going on a date. You knew each other. But, like, for you, there was six six or seven years of a crush all behind that that you were, like, steamrolling yourself through. And I was warning, I was like, this might not be good. Like, he's just got a divorce. Like, shit's going to be really weird with him for a while. And it ended up being weird. And I kind of hate him for it, but <clears throat> super real question. Uh, 
define love. Define love. Like being in love. Like with a, a significant other. Yes. Oh, that's really hard. That's really, really hard. I have a follow-up question. I need a definition first. So, I guess my definition of love... God, that's really hard. That's a really interesting question. Because for me, I guess, specifically, love <clears throat> is... You've been with someone for X amount of time. Whatever feels right, I guess. And you both are in a committed, monogamous relationship... And well, exclusionary, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For me specifically, not that there's anything wrong. Okay, with being um, polyamorous, polyamorous, or polygamy. Whatever. Yep. Um, but for me, it would be a monogamous, monogamous relationship with someone for X amount of time. I haven't found anyone that I'd be like, day two, we're in a monogamous relationship and we're getting together forever. Um, so you're in a relationship for whatever time and you put a label on it and you see or talk to that person every day maybe they move in after a certain amount of time and you say i love you that almost didn't answer my question and sex hasn't happened yet but it will in the next x amount of time that's like a fucking kindergartner being like (laughs) this is what mommy and daddy do like how do you how do you think love makes you being in love makes you feel because what you described was just a relationship Mm -hmm. like obviously they're in love if they're moving in together but like what is like like what is the moment where you're like i know i love this person because i feel what like what would you define it oh god i don't know like I need I need a stricter definition because okay. I have a follow-up question. So, I, I if I had I don't know. So, if I look at this person and I can imagine no one else in my life besides them, that would be love. Well, fuck, we might as well just get married right now cuz that's how I feel about you. <laughs> but do you think I don't like the way you're smiling. Have I you, do not like the way that you're smiling. It's because we've never talked about this kind of stuff before. And, like, I'm really cool that we're opening up, but, like, I'm pretty bashful with this kind of stuff. You yeah. know. Like, I was almost more comfortable about my soft dick talking about this than I am right now. <laughs> do you think, in in the definition that you just gave me, do you think you've ever been in love? Yes. With who? With... Um, I don't remember the name I gave the other person. Bradley. No, well, Bradley, but uh, I can't think of the other B name. Other B, the other B. Your, oh, your employee, Butch. Yeah, Butch. Yeah, and you're fucking joking. And Majimal. But not Bradley. No. Well, yes and no. With with no with Bradley because this is going to sound super duper really really shitty. I'm really wary of bisexual men for the simple Wow. I know it sounds super shitty and there's nothing wrong. Is he I thought he was I guess it wouldn't matter, but I thought he was pansexual. I don't remember. Honestly. Okay. Anyway, I, no, there's nothing wrong with being bisexual, but for me, there's some kind of barrier in my mind that prevents me with seeing a future 
with someone who is bisexual by the definition because they have multiple people they could like cheat with i don't know it's super you just it's something that i haven't like figured out in my mind why i'm so scared of bisexual people that's so i know why you are that sounded really douchey and like mansplaining (laughs) i'm sorry Uh, so i used to feel the same way because my first girlfriend quite a few people that i've dated are bisexual or have come out later as bi so i'm just i'm pointing from your point of view i'm not like telling you how you feel but i'm assuming that it's because you don't have the highest self-esteem yeah that's a fair point you don't see yourself in like the best light and we know that because you're self-deprecated humor um, I think it's because I just chucked the deuces for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so you already have like trust issues or like, I'm not good enough issues. The fact that somebody is bi or into a bigger pool than just gay men in your mind is like, they have more options to find something better. Yeah. And, okay, beca- yeah. and because you think you're so low down there, you're like, well, most things are better. Like, mo- like in your head, you're like, well, most men are better, but now also I have to worry about, women who have i don't know how it is but like i'm dating men and women if you're into both is obviously going to be a different thing like it's not the same dating either one so you're like there's a variety too there's this new pool that like can offer them something else that you can't as a man and i don't just mean a vagina like there's just different dynamics of relationships with people so you already think you're like i mean not like bottom tier you're not like fucking gargamel or something gargamel. <laughs> that's not his name schmiegel schmiegel <laughs> gargamel works too it's fine yeah okay that's fine <laughs> i was going for a specific thing but they do both work it's like you're not there but like in your mind you're not a lot better yeah i'm not saying that you're not i'm saying this is how you feel about yourself or what i'm assuming yeah So, like, you're like, there's already this tower of men above me, and next to it is a skyscraper of women. Uh Because you have issues with, like, if he was choosing to be with you, he's being with you. Like, that's Mm -hmm. something that, like, you're going to have to work through as an adult man. I had the same issue a long time ago, so that's why I'm, like, coming, like, from this perspective, like, this is how I think you feel. And when we do videos, they're going to know that I'm no stud. (laughs) But... (laughs) But, like, I just, I think that you think you're so low on the pole that, like, almost anything is better. So when you add another three, I don't want to say three billion, because not three billion women are of age. But, like, when you add another, like, billion to the pool, you're like, fuck, there's so much competition. But that's that's not how dating works. Like, um, you don't have a lot of dating experience. But, no. like the men that you've been interested in, they're all of varying levels of like, probably you're attracted to them physically and some are more attracted than others and some aren't and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you like them. You think they're pretty to talk to. And then you like them based on that. Yeah. So Ah, that makes me sense. (laughs) Go ahead. Keep going. Well, people, men in general are creatures with the eyes. Yeah. So we're going to have to take a pause here because it's time to stop. You take a pit. Sorry about that, everyone. It was another potty break. I feel like once we get better at editing, it'd be a lot easier to smooth over this. But I don't know how people, like, because I've seen people, like, do video, like, three-hour podcasts. I don't know how they don't pee the whole time. Like, you don't generally have a small bladder. You are drinking quite a bit of alcohol right now. Yeah. 
but like like the hour long hour and a half one because the last one we did was about an hour and 20 minutes like i was clenching like i had to pee so bad my bladder was gonna fucking burst so like i love doing long ones because i love the conversations that we're doing but like once we get like a table or something just get that tube that my dick goes in and just piss down the like leg of me into like a little bladder thing you probably hear it on the mic but it's fine but what I was saying was, like, in terms of, like, attractiveness, like, there's a scale. Like, there's – people find people attractive differently. Like I said, all of the men that you've talked to are different bearings of attractiveness to you. But you all still pick them to try and invest in. So, like, if somebody is investing their time in you – as much as you think it's not true and some people are shitty and they do it for shitty reasons – but, like, they're investing in you for a reason. Mm-hmm. They think you're worth it. And that's the important thing to know is, like, they like you whether or not you like you. Like, I hate that whole saying where it's, like, you can't love somebody who can't love yourself. That's not true. If that was true, we'd have way less people in the world because a lot of people have mental illness, which has been more common in recent years. But <clears throat> I don't – it never even occurred to me of you, like, dating a bi dude. I figured you were, like – strict gaze but i mean the weariness of it makes sense because you're concerned about like cheating or like just options yeah because i think most people that aren't like trophy wives have that fear of like they might find something quote-unquote better which might be if you're 40 like a 25 year old or like if you don't like the way your lips look or something like you'll find someone with better lips or like some weird thing like, there's always something people hate about themselves. But you're worth it, and you're beautiful, and I love you. <laughs> I don't like compliments or feelings, so. Same. Except I do, because I love feelings, because I love feeling things, because I'm an empath. Go fuck yourself. And I really love to feel my own feelings and other people's feelings, and it sucks. Anyway. Um, so, Majimel, Bradley, Butch. They're the last three people that I had any kind of interaction with. Um, and here I am, still a single Pringle. Um, back on the... Act, I'm actively on dating apps. Um, not going so well. At Steven69, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but um, you brought up earlier that you were hoping that I would meet someone at work. Yeah, 80, 80% of couples... Like statistically speaking, somebody brought this study to me because we'll talk about this a different day, but I don't, I don't make friends at work or date or anything, but you're also my only friend. So statistically speaking, I'm either going to marry somebody I work with, or you're somehow going to introduce me to one of your gorgeous friends. Who's going to somehow find this dumpster fire of a person attractive. Both of those things are unlikely, but like 80% of people meet their spouses in some kind of job or like work fashion yeah which means i'm 80 percent fucked because i'm very strict about shit yeah so yeah so i just assume you'd meet somebody at work because you spend nine hour well eight and a half nine hours a day there like you're bound to meet somebody thousands of people come through there it's funny you bring that up because i was actually having this conversation with um kaylee and can we yeah, she don't care. They wouldn't even have known if that was a real name or not. Yeah. <laughs> except the pause that I just did. Okay, cool. Um, Kaylee, so, you're great. Um, 
was having this conversation with Kaylee because, and actually just happened super recently. We've had this conversation several times, but um, yeah. Kaylee's having a baby. I told you. I didn't tell you. No. I did. I did you? Told you. Yeah. I brought it up at least. No, a you, sh- times. you told me Sam was. I didn't yeah. know that Kaylee was pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, so she's having a baby. Fucking um, Mazel Tov. <laughs> Mazel Tov. Yeah, that was right. I, I thought I said Molotov. I was like, no. <laughs> Here's no. a Molotov cocktail for your baby. <laughs> oh, that's really cool yeah, for her. So she's having a baby. And um, one of my other coworkers, Brianna, has um, a little boy. And Kaylee's having a boy. And so she brought a whole bunch of baby clothes for Kaylee to, like, pick through and, you know, have for her son. Oh. And I was sitting up there, and I was, like, I was sitting there, and I got, like, really sad. Because I love, I, like, want to have kids someday. And Kaylee's, like, don't be sad. This is a happy moment. And I was, like, yeah, but I'm, like, never going to have a kid if, like, I, like, yeah, I could do it on my own. But I would want to have someone there with me to experience the joy of having a child. And she was like, you need to get off of Tinder. And I was like, well, I feel like I'm never going to meet anyone if I just strictly put it for work. And she was like, look at all of your friends. Where have they met their significant others? And a lot of them have met them through our work. Because most people do. And I was like, yeah, but, well, and for me, I guess it doesn't click for me that I could meet a customer who would like me i'm thinking strictly like someone who works at the store and interesting the the people that work at the store that are uh gay or whatever that would reciprocate a feeling for me they're all taken there's two of them in my entire store bullets that are that are out i guess there are probably some who aren't out but um, I don't, I just, that was my only thought is that they have to work there. And it never occurred to me, even though I've had those moments where someone flirted with me that I would ever date a customer, I guess. Interesting. I've told you, I don't, I think I'm an attractive dude. I'm relatively attractive. I think I'm a solid five in looks with personality. A good. I give se- you a seven. A good seven. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. To to a specific kind of person, this is attractive. Hence why we're not naming names, but the married lady at work keeps fucking hitting on me. She hasn't in a while because we don't work together a lot. She's not cheating on her husband. I want to clarify. She's not cheating on her husband. She's great. They're in an open uh, marriage. <laughs> yeah, I've told you about her. Yeah, that's weird. She, she wanted me to go to open one of those parties. It is. But, I mean, they love it. A lot of communication, I guess. But at... I mean, I guess I've been at this job longer. I've been at this job five years now. But, like, in the beginning on overnights... Fuck. Like, I've... I've had my number asked for much more than I ever thought I would in my life. Especially at a job. Through a customer. Or through customers. I've never dated any of them, because... I still consider that, like, a work thing, and I'm not really comfortable with it. But, like, it it happens. I just, I think, like, in the, like, weird world that we live in today where, like, people don't want to assume. Like, if a dude walked up to you, he's like, here's my number, and you're like, I'm not. You look at him, like, you just have to be super homophobic. You're like, I'm not a fucking queer. And he's like, what the fuck just happened? What do you mean? <laughs> what? 
And then you come back, you're like, no, I am, though. Here's my number. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is that um, on, like, on my name tag, I have, like, a, a pride pin. That doesn't mean you can just be an ally. Uh, yeah, but it, it says, like, love is love. Or I don't know. It just says love, I think. But um, we totally glazed over someone when we were talking about the people that I've interacted with. The person that you introduced me to from your job. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say something real quick because I say this at work about him all the time. He works with me, and I've said this about him, and I've told him to his face because, my God, he's a beautiful man. Um, like not like conventionally, he's not like ripped or anything, but I've told you this. His eyes are a fucking galaxy that I want to swim in. Yeah, they're beautiful, and they're not even like blue. Like they're just gorgeous hazel eyes. Yeah, they're wonderful, and for the most part, he's a great person to talk to. It was shitty that like you guys couldn't figure something out. But he, what was the issue with him? Like he wasn't, he, he's never been with a guy. So he, he only sleeps with men, but dates women is what he told me. Right. So he's bi or whatever. Whatever. It's not, I wouldn't even call him bi at that point, I guess. He dates women. Yeah. And only has sex with men. Oh, I took that as he only does hookups with men, but will date and fuck women. I don't know. We never Whatever. He's cool though. I totally forgot about him because that was yeah. that. The, what, what was that like? A better part of a year? Yeah, I mean, and it it's wasn't. It wasn't on. even. Yeah, it was often. It's often on. It hasn't been on in a while, but yeah, that's whatever. I'm very pro. People at work knows it doesn't matter. I'm very pro. Like, I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you? You're 25, mm-hmm. still a virgin, and there's nothing wrong with that. Is it because you want it to be super special, or at this point are you just like, if I find somebody attractive enough, I'm gonna let them put them, their cock inside me? So Steven's a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. So at first, um, and I guess still kind of to this point, um, I would consider myself really old fashioned. Like I ask permission to hold someone's hand if I'm with them. Oh. Yeah. Like, you get consent. I. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> That's sarcasm. Yeah. That's sarcasm. Um, Don't kill me. But I asked their permission for something so simple as holding their hand. So for me, having like sex with someone is like, you're going to get married. Like that is where you're at at that point. In recent um, years, un- as unfortunate, I guess, as it is, I realized that that's not a feasible thing for me that I can't just keep holding out. It is. If you lower your standards very far to somebody that you would never date before. And I'm talking, I'm talking dumpster fire. Like not like literally me as a person, but like <laughs> that common writer guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for those of you who don't Save know some what I'm pussy for about, the rest of us. But, um, there's a kid on TikTok. He likes Common Rider. You can find him. You'll know what we're talking about. Uh, Common Rider is a, we call it a Power Rangers bootleg, but it actually came out in the 70s, in 74. Yeah. So it was Power Rangers before Power Rangers were a thing. Yeah. It's really cringy. I really want to do a marathon <laughs> of it with you, though. It's like 30 fucking seasons, yeah. though. It anyway, still goes on. Yeah. <laughs> but in, so in recent years, you've shifted to like, I could fuck. Well, and I would say more specifically, I guess, this year. I guess this has been a year of growth for me because um, it came out. Um, I still haven't done it yet. 
That's what made the world fucking end. You coming out, the whole fucking world was like, <laughs> this bitch was supposed to wait another year. Fucking COVID, murder hornets, World War Three. <laughs> but I came out after all of that, so that's like not even. Mm hmm. But anyway, um, in 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 recent, um, I I would say even within the last three months, um, I realized that the standard that I hold hold that thing to, nobody's gonna. Most people will not be like that. Is cool. Like, yes, I would be willing to wait for you with you until marriage, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I don't care if they've had sex. They can do what they want. They're their own person. Okay, so but, you don't you don't necessarily want to be with another virgin. No, like you're fine if they're experienced. Yeah. they just have to be comfortable with waiting and not cheating on you. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in and like I said, in <clears throat> recent recent um, months, I've decided, um, that at some point, who knows when. I will just fucking do it. Whatever. Like, I have already had, I wouldn't say several, a few sexual experiences. Um, but that's another podcast. Um, oh, yeah. But at this point, like, if the opportunity came about. We're here. I would uh, consider. You want to fuck on Mike? I would consider having sex with someone. On Mike? Right now. Let's do it. Let's fucking go. Yep. We just start making weird noises. <laughs> but I've also like this is I mean it's not super controversial. Sex work is a thing, right? Yeah. I have like a countless amount of times offered I hate, to don't even I say buy or rent or like I don't know what the correct term is. Yeah. Because you're hire? you're renting their time. Hire. Oh fuck, that's so much better. To hire a hooker, escort, whatever you want to call it. For you to have that experience. I've even like pitched not telling you. Like I'm not going to get like fucking Channing Tatum as a hooker. Because you'll be like this is fucking weird. Yeah. Like I would get like a mid-level dude to be like what's up boy. And you'd be like okay. And you fucking go out back in the dumpster and just start fucking. Are you in a dumpster? You never. Right. Different stories. Um, Right. Of course you wouldn't have. You're a virgin. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck. That's gross. We, we have this discussion of the most public place i've ever done anything with it's in our notes oh yeah it is yeah, that's another podcast oh for Ooh. sure got some gross stories but <laughs> like i've offered and you're not the only one um i don't care fuck him um we're not like super close anymore uh justin is also a virgin he's about he's like a year older than us and then there's a guy that i work with that is also a virgin and probably not super appropriate to pitch to somebody that was technically my employee at one point to hire him a hooker but i offered and he was like a hooker and i I was like i don't know like i'm not allowed to ask but like dude or chick i don't care i'll whatever you want man we're open here uh my friend i him and his sister went to vegas for her 20 like second birthday or something i i told her i was like if you find one because i they're, they're legal in vegas i was like if you find one to hire i will send you the money i will split it i don't care how much it costs I'm. we're getting his dick wet this weekend and she was like fuck yeah and she gave me a high five he came back with a like a phone book thick whatever people people can google how thick a phone book is um a phone book thick of like business cards so they just hand him out on the strip he was like all these women and i was like yeah they want money did Not you did you pick one mm-hmm. and he was like no and i was like you should have dude i would have fucking i was like some of them had rates on them, like oh, oh, you mean that kind of business card? 
Yeah, like I thought you meant like I work at uh, Bank of America. Here's no, 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 no. A hooker. Uh-huh. Hookers are just here, boy. And like they had rates and shit on him. And I looked at him. I was like, that one's only like a G an hour. Jesus Christ. That's actually on the lower end of what a hooker costs. I knew that before he did it. Uh, I've had friends that are hookers. We will, I'm sorry. They prefer escorts. We will talk about that a different day. But I think like 500 bucks an hour is like when you start getting mid-grade hooker. So I was like, thousand bucks an hour. I didn't think she was pretty, but beggars can't be choosers. So you want to fly back to Vegas? And he was like, I'm not. No, you're not. High, you're not getting me a hooker. And I was like. Hey man, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You get your fucking cock wet. And I looked at him and I was like, you'd probably raw dog it too. And he's like, what? And I was like, they're not going to keep it. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Oh, holy shit. I mean, anyway, we're going, we're moving forward. We're moving forward. 500 bucks will pay for it. Okay. Okay. Anyway. um, So yes. You have offered me a hooker. It's very uh, nice of you, I guess. Uh, still no. Hey, it's an expensive gift. It I is. think it's nice. Well, you should have got me one for Christmas. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stop. <please>. Okay. <laughs> I was like, um, you think I won't? <laughs> uh, I can just get that for free currently, apparently. Anyway. You let him fuck you? Uh, maybe. Uh, we're moving on. Um, so, my track record has been sad if you hear vibrating that's dick pics for steven no it's not it's my mom <laughs> um, <laughs> another another like side note i guess about uh, about with me and my experience with guys um why work there's a bar in the same like vicinity oh yeah there is there's a couple actually and um there was a server who i was like you're really cute and he was like, we were vibing, we were flirting, I thought. And at the end of the night, I had left my phone number on my receipt with his tip or whatever. And I never heard anything back. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, I shot my shot. It's fine. Um, I vowed Fuck. never to go back to that bar again. Uh, one of my friends was like, hey, you want to grab a drink after work? Like, we're both off at the same time. We can go here to this place. And I was like... Oh, yeah, like, this person only works on a specific day, so, like, there's no way they're there. Shit you not, we sit down, and our server is this person who I left my number for. And I was like, I was still like, damn, boy, you cute. You got cake? No, he was just really cute. Okay. I I was trying to be. Yeah, I know. But hip with it he was just like and it wasn't like his like like yes he is like uh, i guess what you would consider like a conventionally attractive person it's his like personality that i liked and that was a, that was that but do you remember uh when we were at D D, the bar not the dungeon yeah not the game <laughs> um when we were at D D, um and that chick that we both used to work with do you remember her? I don't know her name, but she was sitting and like that, there was a cute dude at the bar that you liked and he was our server and you're like, he's yeah. fucking cute. Oh, and she shot her shot <laughs> and she like not being a dick, you're into what you're into, but like conventionally she was not like a super attractive woman. Mm-hmm. 
but like the comp the size of her balls to look at this dude that like is a pretty conventionally attractive man and be like here's my number and he was like no honey yeah yeah he was like a little like i don't think that he was i really don't think that he was gay for those of you who don't know my pause was me flicking my wrist yeah i don't think that he was gay i just thought you know he could do better maybe i don't know i missed that place i remember that that point in our life really you you didn't like going there with me no, it was really weird. Nobody fucking liked going there with me, but I loved... Uh, they had chicken parmesan sandwiches, which is... That sounds like such trailer park trash, and I said it out loud. And then they had um, a drink called the Bulbasaur, which I love, which was cucumber and, like, vodka. Cucumber water and, like, vodka or something. Yeah. And I don't drink, but I loved, like, that drink. Remember when we got those polyjuice potions, and he told us it was called swamp water, and then we went back the next time? It was called dirty bong water. Dirty bong water. And we went back the next time, we're like, can we get a, like... Oh, dirty bong water, and the guy was like, "It was a lady. Yeah. It was, it was. I was friends with her because she shops at where I work, and she looked at me. She's like, what the fuck is that?'" And I was like, "We had it yesterday. That's what he called it." She was like, "I was like, it was a polyjuice person." She was like, "We'll see." And, and she made it, it was with- so good. Like the first one that we got, like the actual one, yeah. it was delicious. That's why we wanted it the second day. Yep, and then it and was it, not good. It was not. But I appreciate the effort. Yeah, it was nice. It looks like dirty bong water. My favorite, my favorite drink there. It's tw- it was twenty two fucking dollars. Is that whiskey and bacon? Yeah, it was. So I don't. Fun fact: I don't eat pork, so I would give the bacon away. But I don't eat pork at all. It was called the Ron Swanson, and it was uh, Lugavulian, and it was like half a glass of it, and it you just. <laughs> this is gonna be so gross, but it smelled and tastes like straight gasoline. And for some reason, I really dig that about it. I I like it. Which is dumb. I don't drink at all, but, like, I just love the burning of it. I just... Fuck. There's just something about it. The bacon I couldn't give two shits about. It's fucking bacon. You can buy it for five bucks a pack where I work. Who gives a shit? But that fucking drink, it's $100 a bottle. Yeah. So it makes sense why it was 20 bucks a glass. But... Wow. Is that really real? Are you done? Are, Are we done? No! Oh. Okay. <laughs> is your mom still texting you? Is that who it is? Uh, yeah. Well, I just have double reminders on. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that dude was still hitting you up. Uh, he is, but that's... so are you? Are you? Are you on the fence about it? Like, are you? Like in your head, are you like I'm? T- I'm thinking about possibly having sex with this dude, or are you just like I might go suck his dick? Yeah, like I would suck his dick. I don't mind doing that. I would do that for anyone. To me. Oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um. To me, that's almost, like, having, this is going to be so weird, but, like, having your face down, like, there is almost more intimate to me than just, I guess because I have sex with women. I'm sorry. I have sex with people with vaginas. Not all of them. Whatever. It's fine. Different episode. (laughs) Um, So, like, it just, like, you're just looking at them and you put your dick in. Like, there's four planes. Like, obviously, there's stuff leading up to it. I'm not just saying, like, I just shove my dick in raw and, like, just... Ooh, that sounds painful. Like, there's foreplay with it, but, like, it just seems more intimate to, like, be down there. So, it's, like, weird to me that you're like, I'll suck a cock all day, all night. I'll get lockjaw for this bitch. Yeah. But you're like, you can't put that in my asshole. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's something that, like, and I get, I, I think it's from, like, past experiences, because, like, the only, like, um, dick I've sucked was, like, quote-unquote straight people 
straight guys who said they were straight, but they kept coming back for me to suck their dick. How did you meet them? I can't tell you. For legal reasons. Not legal reasons. I just wanted to say that. Because it sounds like mysterious. It sounds like they were 16. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, it happened when I was a lot younger. I was was 16 when all this went down. But, um, yeah, I just... uh, It just seems like whatever like if 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 someone knocked on my door right now and was like hey i see the the pride flag in your window would you suck my dick and be like eh, okay that seems a little presumptuous you can't tell me how you met the people you're sucking dick like did you meet them at school mm, no you didn't meet at school no i don't need to know was it did you meet them in a safe way though yeah okay you were good yeah that's all i care about yeah. as, as long as you're safe yeah no so it doesn't matter now it's years ago but yeah i'm worried <laughs> mm, it's fine um pastor dave <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh <laughs> no 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 not any <laughs> not any pastors oh. <laughs> and that's really funny you said that because both of them were <laughs> what did you just say to me what did you just... they were both named dave both of our pastors were named dave oh the I one thought... at the one place and the one at the i was one. trying to skip over that dave was a real name i thought you were saying that both the dude you sucked off were named dave and i'm like that's kind of weird <laughs> no 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 <clears throat> oh they, nobody knows we haven't given our general location it's fine <clears throat> also there's like a hundred a hundred and fifty churches here yeah. Not, like just for christianity mm-hmm wow <laughs> oh that was a good moment <laughs> that was like you're like oh i was like oh, you just you just said the pastor's name it's okay it's it's fine neither one of us are catholic yeah. so but yeah no i like yeah it's fine you couldn't even how are you bus bus were you taking the bus to meet these people no how are you getting there i they came to me Yep. You didn't suck dick in your mama's house. You didn't just dis- mm-hmm. you disrespected your mama like that. Mm-hmm. Do I know who it is? No, I I can't tell you. It's confidential. We had a conversation about this long, we did. like a long time ago. No, no, we did. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, um, we're gonna gloss over that fact and uh, um and move on from that because we're. I don't want any dead silence. And yeah, we did. Did we? We did. Or did we? You told me. I did. Yeah. When? Um. I did not. You I, did. You I did. had to have been drunk. You didn't name names. You. You said the relation. Did I? You did. That was. The and thing. I knew it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing this isn't visual right now because yeah. i'm like <laughs> i know because I, I okay so i remember the conversation but i was i was i said that you knew the person but that was it no there were so i can't remember the exact details but like the, we had this conversation more than one time and i knew that you're uncomfortable telling me in yeah. fair reason because i called you a faggot a lot and that's yeah. fair but like i've always known like, he and I never talked. Like, I always knew. I've known this whole time. We've just never really talked about it. 
So I'm, I'm super uncomfy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. He can do whatever he wants. He's a grown man. Oh. Or I guess he. Oh, he's only three years young. <clears throat> um, he wasn't a grown man, but neither were you, so we're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like two years, two and a half years, it went on with that person. I wonder if we don't even have any names now. I wonder if he has has had or was having like a identity crisis, and he still hasn't come to terms with it. Then mm-hmm. thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That that's a private conversation we'll have to have later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so uncomfy right now. We talked about my dick getting soft. We can talk about his no, getting because, hard because because no no. And it's really funny. I've known this whole time. You have? Yeah. Uh, we're, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. It's really funny you bring it up. Spoiler you- alert. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny that you that you you know. Because um, when I had my friend over last, last weekend? <clears throat> Two weeks ago? No, it was last weekend. It was last weekend. My, my last weekend. Yeah. It's not a weekend. <clears throat> we had talked about experiences that we had. And I had told that person about that person. Mm. and they were not surprised that it was that person. I just hope that that person finds happiness in their life, and I will support them regardless. My person or your person? Both. Oh. Well, my person, mostly. Yeah. He's not. They're not my person. They're not your person. No. Never met him before well, in my life. In, in like relative terms, my person that I'm physically talking about right at the second to the person that you think it is, your person. That I think it is? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've, so the last time I remember having, again, I'm just going to be really vague. I know you don't want to talk about it. The last time I remember having a conversation with you was when I used to have slumber parties at your place with your mom. So I've known that long. But it. Like we talked about it. It, it was, no, it wasn't like that time. Like I'm getting, I'm giving you like a relative time frame. It was like maybe a year after that we like, you kept hinting at it. But based on like timelines that you're giving me, it was remember. it was really fucking obvious. I've thought about this for years. I don't. Remember I just that. never have known how to bring it up to I you. I don't remember telling you. At That's all. fucking awesome. I fucking knew, obviously. You did. Oh. <laughs> and they didn't tell me. Yikes! I feel so exposed right now, and I feel like we should end this now. Because <laughs> we've been talking for a hot minute. God, I know. I know more about you than you thought I knew. Oh God, I'm so uncomfy. <laughs> and I probably if I hadn't drank as much as I was drinking so far, I probably wouldn't have been able to I probably would have been able to keep it more like low key. In case you're wondering, I typed an, a name out on my phone and yeah. I showed him. That's that's how we're having this conversation. It's not like just eye gags right now. Yeah. Like we're like, oh, oh, oh and like raising you know? eyebrows and you're like, you know, you know, but do you know what I know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I've known for years. Really? Yeah. I, I always suspected, really? not you and them, but them. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I figured. Mm. Bound to be somebody. I kind of hope that when that person broke up with that person, that that person would be like... Aww. <laughs> not like in like a romantic way. Oh. But like a... Really? Yeah. I mean, we've both seen it. Mm-hmm. Well, but it, it, it definitely Well, yeah, I mean from, yeah. I would fucking hope so <laughs> Anyway um, I feel like we should end it here On are, this note Are we done talking about you being gay? Yeah 
We you think? there. Yeah. <sighs> what about all my loves? That's another part. You want to go talk for another four hours? No. What are we at? We've been talking for three hours. Three fucking hours? Yes. That was me high-fiving myself. <laughs> I feel like if we did keep, keep talking, we probably should continue in another podcast, which we could record right after this one. Okay. Okay. Down. Uh, oh, yeah, we don't have an outro still. We don't have an outro, but I will do my normal spiel. Um, so <clears throat> if you want to listen to this podcast on another platform other than what you're listening to, Anchor is very kind, and they uh, put our podcast out on multiple different platforms. Um, you can find it on almost every podcasting platform right now, except Apple Podcasts for whatever reason. Yeah, there's some weird issue with I that. I haven't figured that out yet. Um, mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook.com slash TryingOurBestish. You can also find us on Twitter at WBestish. Um, please, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not one of our friends, please tweet us, follow us on Twitter, give us suggestions for podcasts, because we have a lot of really great ideas, but... Some of them are waiting for like um, more followers so that it's more interactive. We can ask yeah. you guys questions and stuff. Um, There's a lot of episodes that we have planned that between me and him would work completely fine. But a lot of them are going to be like, we're going to ask questions. So yeah. we want we want as much feedback as possible. Or not feedback, but like some of them are going to be polls that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So like if we have 10,000 listeners, it's a lot easier to do a poll with 10,000 people instead of the 20 that listen. Because a chunk of them work with me and just walk up to me and be like, I vote this. Yeah. So. So please, you know, and I don't, I don't want to be this person that asks because I, we've gotten this far so far without asking, but please share with your friends. Um, if you know, if you find our Facebook page, please share. Um, let us, let us continue to grow this. Um, it would be greatly appreciated. And, I guess we'll see you in a few minutes because we're going to stop this podcast and continue recording. Fuck yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ.